Hey, when does the show start? Okay, okay. One, two, three, four. It's time for four hours of intellectually immature nonsense. What's this monkey business going on today? This is The Bailey Show. Okay, let's do this. The BS. Let's go, you dumb idiots. With Bailey. I, I say I'm an idiot all the time if I screw up. Nikki D. She's Nikki D. She's an influencer. Hey. <laughs> Nelson. Classic Nelson. This choked when the pressure was on. Son of The Bailey Show. On 98 Rock. All right, there it is. Thursday, the 14th day of September, 2023. Thanks for being here. Good morning. My name is Jason Bailey. Right there, that is Nikki D. That is me. There's Nelson. Good morning. There's our buddy Kyle in the other room. Your phone number, 916-909-0985. Use that to get in on the text machine, of course. Our podcast, new one we released yesterday for the BS Uncensored up there in the Odyssey app, as well as thebaileyshow.com or wherever you get your podcast. That Listen to the BS on social media and on YouTube at The Bailey Show, where you can get the video version of the podcast, and so, so, so much more. Uh, you can't win the Internet. You know, we always say trying to win the Internet. <laughs> yeah, yes. and they're undefeated. I, 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 They are undefeated, yes. Mm-hmm. They, they win every time. It, it's funny, you know, the little things that trigger people, right? And so the yesterday, or two days ago, yo, yesterday, when did I post the Mo surgery thing? Two days ago. Was that two days ago? Yeah. Yeah. So, and what were people saying when I posted that? It was gross, or they didn't like it. You didn't have to share everything. Right, yeah, So because it's a bloody thing. But I was mm-hmm. doing it because I'm a big, a big advocate of people getting checked at the dermatologist. So, right. you, I love you, don't die of skin cancer. Go get checked. You know, and since I post these kind of things, and I go so often, uh, and I've got three more of these things to go through. I've got one more Mohs surgery and then two, two more in and outs. But uh, I post that. To, to tell people and their awareness. Yeah. And I, and I get, pe- and I get feedback from people that say, you know, Hey, look, Bailey, thanks for doing that. You know, I've never gotten checked, but I went and got checked because I saw your post. But you know, there's not a better feeling to know that somebody saw something that I posted and it's, it's helpful. Right. You know, it's a plus. So mm-hmm. that makes me feel good. Anyway. So I got beat up for that because there was blood. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. What's the latest thing you've done? And that's what I, po- that's why I posted because it's semi-graphic to get your attention. Yeah, that's what you have to do. You have to right. post something shocking. Ooh, what's that? And then you reel people in. Yeah, I know how the game works, yeah. kids. Yeah, so, okay. So I got beat up on that. Then last night I posted a story, this really loving story. It's a very sweet story, and it's like probably the viral video of the last 24 hours Yeah. of this these two older women who are sisters. One's mm-hmm. 94, one's 90. One lives in Massachusetts. One lives in Nevada. One was just put into a nursing home, and pre-COVID, they had made plans to meet up. Right. Because they're obviously up in age. Well, those plans fell through. So the granddaughter, this woman, Stephanie, she's like, well, when grandma comes to me and says, I've got to go see my sister, this is going to be the last time, most likely. Right. Because they're up in age, and they're older. But can you imagine, like, thinking that and saying, I don't, even at 94, I'm assuming. I don't know. I'm not 94, but at 48, uh, you know, I have the mindset of when I was 21. Mm-hmm. You think you can still do things. You, you, you. At least I can remember yesterday, my senior year in high school, my junior year, what right. a Tuesday. So, just because you get older doesn't mean you still don't have the same 
certain type of feeling at a certain age. You may have the same type of feelings, but your physical body sure. at a certain age, yeah. right. No doubt. Yeah. Flying, I, traveling, yeah. Well, no, 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 no doubt. But your mindset is, my, the point of me saying that, Nikki, is that saying this is the last time. Yeah, like I'd have a hard time even, well, I'm not going to make it that long anyway, but I would have a hard time wrapping my head around going, this will be the last time. We no, see when you get older like that, they they accept that and they know. I plenty of my grandparents have said like this is it for me, and and it was like they know. I can't. I, I, so you feel that way now because we're younger. But when you get up there, you're gonna know. Well, I ha- I've always struggled with when relationships end. Mm-hmm. You know, like you know, oh, this is the last time we did this. This is the last time. We-. Like I'm a. I'm a dwelling on the last time, like guy. Same. So, you know, I'm like, oh, gotta oh. move forward. Uh, no, you're right. You eventually do, <laughs> yeah. but when you're in the moment, there's no one that's in the moment that goes, "Oh, I'm just moving forward. I just spent five years or six years or seven <laughs> years. I'm never going to do that again." Or, God forbid, you're in a car accident and you end up in a wheelchair and you're a paraplegic yeah. and you're sitting in the hospital going, being after being told that you'll never walk again. Oh, I remember the last time I walked, it was to my car. Right. You know, that's going to that's gonna hit you. That's going to hit you in the feels. Mm-hmm. So this woman is like, this is going to be the last time I'm going to see my, my sister. So mm-hmm. they, they fly her. And as the granddaughter says in this, uh, this TikTok, I think it's TikTok, this video, mm-hmm. she's like, uh, you know, it's not easy to check somebody out of a nursing home right. at that age, 94, get them on an airline, fly across country. I mean, mm-hmm. you're looking at a probably five-hour trip. Yeah. And and then all the stuff in the airport, and right. then getting out of the airport, and then getting from the airport to the house, and blah blah blah. blah. So yeah, at ninety four, that's a thing. But these two women, I got to tell you, at ninety four, ninety, they were they were as their generation would say, a hoot. They were yes. right. They yes. were they were a hoot. They they were in good spirits, and as much as they acted like they were ninety four and ninety. <laughs> You could have told me that they were in their 60s or 70s. Sure. This woman walked out of the house afterwards to the car in 94. Yeah, absolutely. That, they, but, they both still look really good. Amazing. But the reason why it's going viral is because the granddaughter secretly videotaped them saying goodbye to each other. Mm-hmm. And they're sitting in the living room. And they're recliners. And it is the most adorable, saddest, sweetest, most loving thing ever. You want that? I got it right here. I don't know. Okay. I don't I know. If, I don't know if you want it. Uh-huh. I want to hear it. Oh, I've seen it. All right, go, go ahead. Uh, it's not go viral. So. We'll say that we're going to see each other again. But we did. We had a wonderful, wonderful time. If we don't, if we don't see each other on this earth, we'll see you in heaven. You betcha. You betcha. Don't don't say goodbye. I'm not going to. There's no way I'm going to say goodbye to you. I didn't say goodbye to you when I left. Until we meet again. Until we meet again. That's that's my favorite. That's such a 94-year-old thing to say. You damn, they get upset. You damn right I'm not saying goodbye. (laughs) I didn't say goodbye before. And you know, truth be told for you listening right now, I contemplated where I wanted to put this in the show today. Because I was like, you know what? Don't start off the show like this. Like Nikki's crying right now, right? Dang. I was like, I don't, I don't want to start the show off. You know, I try not to start the show off of anything like too heavy or too sappy or too aggressive and something like that. But I've got so much to talk about the next four hours. There is <laughs> literally no other place that I could put it that made sense. So I'm sorry if that upset you first thing in the morning, but 
uh, I think you got to look at it as a positive. Now, when I first saw it, when I first heard it, I'm I was reacting like Nikki's reacting right now. Like she's like literally in tears. <laughs> she's crying. That's why she's not saying anything. She, right? That's like, usually baby man's job. You be now, the crier. By the way, Nelson, I didn't ask him to pull the audio on purpose. <laughs> he pulled it anyway because he's a very good producer. Yeah. He asked, "Do you want to hear the audio?" I, I said, "No." It. You said, "Yes." I wanted to hear it because I saw the story, but I—that's the only little piece that I did not hear. Oh, uh, is that one? I wanted one? to hear it. I knew it was going to be sweet. I knew it was going to be touching. I have a oh. soft spot for grandma. There so. she is. The nose is stuffy. You know? <laughs> You you that brought this adorable. you brought this upon yourself. I did. I brought it upon myself. Look, Kyle's, I can, I Kyle's can deal in the with other it. room balling. He's weepy. Like, <laughs> Kyle's weepy. He's got water all over the keyboards over there. Like, don't even bother calling the show right now because they're like three feet underwater in Kyle's room. Uh, is oh this what God. it feels like to be you two all the time? I'm, huh? I'm watching other people cry. Yeah, well, I'm not crying. I know, but you and her usually. Is this what it feels like to be you and her? Like you and I are a team now. No, she's oh, allowed please, to cry. She's Nelson. she's a she's she's a fragile female. <laughs> You're a forty one year old man with hair on his face. <laughs> <laughs> I like that, a fragile female. She's, she's got no one the, ever considers me that. She's what do you, what do you identify as something else to everyone else? <laughs> no. No one ever describes me as fragile. Mm, they oh. always act like I'm so mean and hard and I like that. I want to be a fragile female. Okay. Well, I'm, you still hear I'm how stuffed start up using she is. That. See, now she's just blabbering. Hush, Nelson. She's not even making sense right now because she's crying. <laughs> she's totally off topic. She just, no, doesn't even know what she's talking about. She's sitting there going, ah, broccoli, ah, cauliflower. God, I go for a steak. What? Oh, I don't even know what they're talking about here. I just got to stop talking about this damn story. It's making me cry. <laughs> Very sweet. We will repost this video on our social media. Listen to the BS. Very, very, very sweet. But, you know, begs the question, right, of if you know, mm-hmm. what do you say? I think if I'm in my 90s, I will probably say the same things. Will I say that now? No. But I think when I was, if I'm this age and me and my sisters are still here and we live far apart, like now I'm in California, they're in Georgia, I would totally do this. I've already, I I've already thought about this. Mm-hmm. If I have the opportunity, God willing, mm-hmm. um, I've got a plan. What's your plan? I'm going on the Jason Bailey apology tour. Oh. And I have a list of people that I just have to pop in and say, hey, my bad. On a couple things. Yeah, you could do that now. I was just about to say, why do you have to wait until you're about to die, though? What if they're not here for you to apologize to? You know, there are just certain tours that sound better when they have a better gimmick. (laughs) Yeah. And death is always a good one. Oh, for sure. Right? Mm -hmm. Guns N' Roses just didn't get back together. They had to wait a little bit, right? Same thing. Tickets to Farm to Fire to Fork. Uh, give those away uh, closer to 8 o'clock. We'll do nothing personal today. We have an amazing promotion that we start on Monday with a trip to Hawaii that we'll talk about here in just a minute. And if you can take yourself back to high school or your younger days, there was a certain item that you either A, were too embarrassed to get, or B, could never find. Well, now, here in the state of California... They're going to make this available, real available. Tell you what that's all about here in a minute. Hang on. Yeah, heads up. This is really awesome. Starting on Monday, you can win a trip for four to Hawaii at the Alani Resort. 
Yes, and it's a place you definitely want to visit. That's where you were at the other week. Mm-hmm. So all you got to do is continue to listen to 98 Rock. Uh, starting on Monday at different times, we'll give you a keyword. Uh, you know the drill by now. Yep. Trying to make it as simple as possible for you to win this trip. 7, 9, 11, 1, 3, and 5. Then you go to the station's website, krxq.net, uh, and enter it for your chance to win a trip to Disney's Alani Resort. So this and not is, just you. It's you and three other people that's going to be able to go with you, a trip for four. Round trip airfare on Southwest Airlines for four. You know, not going to leave anybody behind. No, not at all. A voucher for four for ground transportation. Mm-hmm. They're going to pick you up at the airport. It's going to be real fancy. You don't want to... Leave somebody at the airport, leave them behind. No, they're going to have a little sign with your name on it. Room accommodations. Mm-hmm. And then a $200 resort credit. <laughs> Nelson liked the sign. I've always wanted that. Let's take out of a movie. <laughs> it is. You feel that way when you land and there's uh-huh. a person with a sign with your name on it. Like, we're here to get you. Like, oh, well, the sad, The sad thing is it's very feasible to do on your own and that you haven't done it yet. Like, if you really want it that bad, just... Fly somewhere and have a buddy meet you at the airport with a sign. With a sign. No, not, I mean, it's not like you're, you know, I really want to find a pot of gold one day. I mean, no, that, you want the guy there with the suit on yeah, the and guy. the sign. And you want to be looking like you're somebody important. And that is how you're going to feel well, then, when you land in Hawaii and they're waiting for you. Then on your next whatever, get uh, car service. I know. I said that on purpose. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I know this is an auditory medium, but I'm giving you a face. Okay. <laughs> Giving you a face. That's the best response possibly ever on the radio. <laughs> uh, so there is a bill that would require all California public high schools to make condoms available to students. Uh, it was passed out by state legislature this week and had a 65 to 11 vote in the assembly and a 39 one vote in the Senate. And should the governor sign the bill, public high schools would then be required to place these condoms in at least two places on school grounds where students would be able to have free access to them. Schools would also have to post information on where students can learn how to use the condoms properly. Can't wait to see those pictures. I thought they did that now in health class. They don't have health class. Oh. And that abstinence from sexual, which I'll get to in a second, but... Abstinence from sexual activity and injection drug use is the only certain way to prevent HIV and other sexually transmitted infections. That abstinence from sexual intercourse is the only way certain to prevent unintended pregnancies. Uh, The bill would uh, require schools to allow condoms to be made available to students grades 7 through 12 participating in public health programs. Uh, The bill would also make it illegal for retailers to refuse to sell non-prescription contraception on the basis of age. Vermont has been doing this. Since 2020. And, it, you know, when I saw this, you know, like I like you just know what the argument is. Right. It's like, you know, you got one side that says you're promoting sex mm-hmm. by giving out condoms. And then the other side is saying, well, no, you're preventing unwanted pregnancies or unintended pregnancies, I should say, um, by doing this. Yes. It, but schools have really dropped the ball on sexual education because right. of. You know, a certain group of people have claimed all these years that sexual, the health class and sexual education and the way that it's taught actually promotes more sex. No, it does not. When they show you that video with all them bumps on your genital areas, 
that scares everybody straight, at least for a little while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and it was funny because I remember there's a story, this is years ago, with that same intention. Like, you know, health classes are disappearing from schools because these certain people believe that it promotes. And I, and I remember saying, I'm going, like, did you not go to school? There's not really one class that you went to that promoted anything. Right. Like when you went to math class, you didn't leave math class going, you know what? I want to be a mathematician. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. There's not one class, even the best of students, right? Nope. There's not one class that you left and go, you know what? I really could do more chemistry today. <laughs> not at all. Never. Never not one time. E- even home ec. And I've always wanted to take that class. And I still left. And I was like, eh, I don't like cooking. There's the, there's nobody that left sex class because it was usually embarrassing, awkward, and gross. It was. That left there horny. You never. Know? No. no. Never. Ever, ever, it ever. It made me graduate from high school actually a virgin. I saved myself. Yeah. Thanks to health class. So the, the condom thing is funny because uh, if I go back to, you know, even when I was in college, it was always very embarrassing to get condoms, like find condoms. And I found out that, you know, when I transferred to UCF my sophomore year, you could go to the to the, the health clinic and they would give you free condoms. And then I got a hookup and I'd walk out, not that I used them all, but you know, I guess I just felt cool, with like a, a brown <laughs> lunch bag filled with condoms. You know, my roommate and I would switch on and off, go, you know, going over there and getting the bag of, of, of mm-hmm. condoms and and, you know, you just always kind of, it was like cool. Like even in middle school, I carried a condom. Not that I was using it. Right. But I, it you was carried like. it in your pocket? It was like you felt cool. It was like carrying a pocket knife. Yeah, you felt dangerous. You, you felt like a badass. Yeah. But it was all, you never went to the store. And if you did, you stole them. Because, it, not because you were a thief. Well, you were. But, you know, not because you were trying to break the law. It was because you were embarrassed to put it up on the counter. And if you got a gray hair up there. They wouldn't sell it to you because mm-hmm. they would push their opinion on you like, oh, son, you're too young to have these. Well, it's going to happen. So and you're not going to argue with them. Right. Right. There was one period, though, when buying condoms were cool and it wasn't embarrassing. And that's when they came out with all the different colors. That's when I saw everybody openly having condoms, buying them, flashing them around. I think that's the only time people weren't embarrassed to have them. And I'm surprised that no one has jumped on the bandwagon. You know, the people that are like overreacting, the knee jerkers, uh, knee jerk reactors going, well, when at the time, because I mm-hmm. know what you're talking about. Oh, this is promoting sex for younger people because you're making them colorful. Mm-hmm. Right. Kind colorful. of like what they've done definitely here in California, not selling flavored tobacco yep saying mm-hmm. that's what gets kids hooked up on the tobacco right. they might have a point they might you know but i don't think they'd have a point with the con like no. there's nobody that go you know what i'm gonna start having sex often because i can make my penis red <laughs> exactly or blue <laughs> or lime green nobody's ever said that i'm telling you right now i got 20 bucks on nobody's ever said that in the history of saying stuff <laughs> <laughs> but i think this is good i think you should have it available but you should also have health class you yes. need health class i didn't know they'd gone away and you need to update that stupid video. Oh, my God, yes. And you need to have a conversation <laughs> with your kids. And stop buying your daughter's baby dolls and getting them accustomed to uh, becoming mothers at, like, right. four. Oh, my gosh. All right, first round of headlines. What do you got? I'm going to tell you what California car rebate is going away and what famous house is no more. Two big stories from today. Get learned here. Nikki D's got your first round of headlines in a minute. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Extra, extra, read all about it. Headlines. 
And as always, thanks to Good Guys Heating and Air, goodguysheatingcooling.com. Best service, best price, that is guaranteed. First round of headlines, Nikki D. Low-income California residents may qualify for a rebate now. H1. New this morning, California is eliminating its popular electric car rebate program. The Clean Vehicle Rebate Project has been around for 13 years, but it'll end when it runs out of money this year. So the old Clean Vehicle Rebate Project, um, if you're not aware of what that is, you used to have to earn up to $135,000 a year, um, or if you filed jointly, $200,000. And what it did, if you went and bought an electric car, you filled out paperwork, got the rebate, it would give you back a $7,500 credit on your car purchase. That was an incentive to try to get people to go, of course, get electric cars. Well, now they're updating this program, and instead of helping people with a higher earning income, they're going to help people with a lower earning income. So starting 2024, if you made an average of 53000 or less a year, then this rebate will help you get an electric car, and you can get a $12,000 rebate. Look, I'm no marketing genius, but I've got an idea. Okay. Why don't you do it for everyone? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Well, yeah. they said they're running out of funds, so they have to pick a side. They so, can't help everyone. So why don't you cut it in half? The price that's rebated? So instead of $7,500, why don't you give out thirty-two fifty? Okay, that makes sense. You know, even though that's not half. I understand. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like, it, like, just instead of just, you know, polarizing your audience, mm-hmm. why don't you let everybody participate? Yeah, no, they're not doing that right now. No. So at first it was higher income, now it's lower. There, there's, uh, I've never seen this before, and I don't know what it is, so maybe someone can explain it to me, but uh, I live in Roseville, and uh, the Blue Oaks, uh, up Blue Oaks, and there's a shopping plaza. We go get Froyo, my wife and I do, like it's Sunday night Froyo night. And there are two parking spots up front, and I believe, God, what do they say? I think it says like, clean air parking or something like that okay and I, I nobody's ever in them but they're they're always vacant and I and I, I might be getting the 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 name wrong of the parking spots but they're painted on the parking spots like you'd see a handicap you know dude right in a wheelchair it says like clean air parking or something to that effect and I don't know what it means and I haven't googled it yet I keep forgetting and I've never seen it before and, then, and nobody's ever in it so it's kind of wasted parking spots. You know, I don't mind walking. I actually prefer it. But I'm like, what are you doing? Why do you even have these? Anyway. Probably parking in that it spot. It said designated parking spots for clean air vehicles in re- relation to the total number of parking spaces. Which, again, still doesn't help me much. All right, second story. <laughs> Alex Trebek's longstanding home is no more. H2. Hundreds of Jeopardy! fans got a chance to buy longtime host Alex Trebek's personal belongings at an estate sale. Shoppers got the chance to buy some of the late host's furniture, artwork, mm-hmm. even suits that he wore on the show. Very and sad. that was a year ago when they had the open house where you can go in and purchase the things um, from Alex Trebek's old home. Well, as of today, they have demolished the house. Mm. They've torn it down. His wife decided to sell it because she said the family felt like it was becoming more of an obligation um, so they got rid of the house, and now it's been torn down by the new owners. Isn't that so fast, so quick, how your yeah. family just turns on you and forgets about you? <laughs> oh! it, it is it is, it is, is amazing. I mean, we're talking about the late, great Alex Trebek. There should be a foundation. Betty White's house, they demolished her house. The yep. late, great Betty White. The, there should be a foundation, like these historical foundations, mm-hmm. that preserve properties 
they should preserve properties of people that made an impact, right? Like Betty White, like Alex Trebek, and those places should be turned into museums. Or That's something. what I was gonna say. His wife could have turned it into like a museum type situation where people could maybe pay to go tour the house or something like that instead of tearing it down. But she's much younger. So she still has a lot of life to live. She's only 60. Oh, yeah. What is a new man? Yeah. Mm, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, dang. Yeah. She's, already, she's already moved on. She's, yeah, I, I guarantee it. <laughs> and the new so guy was gone. like, we could use some cash for that trip to Hawaii. Exactly. Huh. Tear this house down, and that's what they did. That's how fast it's people sad. forget, man. It's real sad. I know. I'm telling you. Uh, I, I want to invite you in on a conversation I was having the other day uh, with a few different people. Uh, and I like talking about music, love talking about music. And it's funny because uh, this conversation started when I believe we were playing Journeys Don't Stop Believing. Correct. And there are certain songs that kind of make you stop, right? Either you don't change the channel or however you consume music. You know, you're at a party, you disregard the conversation that you were a part of. Mm-hmm. And your ears, even though people don't see it or hear it, start to focus on the music. And there's only a handful of songs. But I'm assuming it's different for everybody based off of your type of music. Absolutely. But I'd like to bring up a few that were a part of this conversation. I thought it'd be fun. So if you want to get in on it, 916-909-0985. Give us a minute here. Hang on. Welcome back. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. There's uh, Nikki D. There's Nelson, Kyle in the other room, 916-909-0985. Feel free to participate at any time in the program. There you go, Journey. That's uh, top of the list. That was uh, actually how the conversation started. I think with you, right, Yes, Nelson? with you and I. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're talking about, like, there's certain songs that you'll hear, whether it's on 98 Rock or anywhere, where however you consume music, uh, if you're at a party. Parties, I think... Party in the radio is the best example, in my opinion, mm-hmm. because like when you're at a party and you hear a song that makes you stop, and that's what the conversation is, a song that makes you stop, mm-hmm. uh, and you're talking to somebody, and you just kind of blur them out. Or you're talking to somebody, and the song comes on, you put your drink up in the air, and you run off to go dance. Or that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But 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 you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's a fun conversation to have. There are certain songs that make you do that. Mm-hmm. Journey is one of them. Now, Journey uh, and Don't Stop Believing was dead in the water for years, and I think you have to thank club DJs at not like night like like dancing nightclubs, uh-huh. the disco, right? But more like bars where the DJ would play it, and then girls, it just sucks girls in. Or parties. They played that to close out my friend's wedding reception, and everybody got up and went out to sing. But it's it's a chick magnet. Yep, it is. Yes. Right? And then when that magnet happens, what follows are dudes. Mm-hmm. So I can remember many a night being at, you know, an outside bar, rooftop bar, DJ play. I mean, everybody's just kind of normal. And they turn in, they turn into these party zombies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and all the girls like, Dasha! <laughs> Just melon balls flying everywhere. Yes. Absolutely. You know, just drips of melon balls in the air, just soaking it up. That's old school melon balls. So so some other songs to add to this list. Uh, I was, again, furthering this conversation, which was off the air, I was having with uh, our boss, Aaron, and I like to 
put my nose into business that I have no business being a part of. <laughs> Soccer. But but I do it. I don't do it maliciously. I do it to be, I think, I'm, well, I'm trying to be helpful, but it never comes across that way, <laughs> unfortunately. I mean, like, story of my life, wait for the book. <laughs> you know, so I'm, like, trying to help, mm-hmm. you know, but my job is not to program this radio station, right. even though... If I could make it almost my personal jukebox, oh, right. there are certain songs that I'd want to hear. You know, yes, definitely. If we're playing music in Morning Drive, I want to pl- I want to hear some of the stuff that I, you know, that I'm really into. Not that I dislike anything that we play, but right. there's certain songs that we do some of your jams. I call them "Oh Wow" songs. Mm-hmm. Yes, which is the topic of conversation is those songs that make you go "Oh Wow." And this is one uh, that I, for some reason, not everybody's familiar with, which I'm shocked. I, well, not shocked, but surprised. But a band called Low Fidelity All Stars. And the song is called Battle Flag. Have you ever heard this? I have not. This is an OWL song. Your construction smells of corruption. I manipulate to recreate this air to go around saga. Slow his voice. Got a longer. My karma. Okay, so wait for it. That's the low fidelity part. Uh huh. <laughs> Here we go. I said never heard this, but I like it. Okay, so these guys are DJs that remixed a Pigeon Head song by one of the most underappreciated, most talented artists that the rock scene has ever seen. Uh, I know I said seen twice in one sentence, but his name is Sean Smith. He sadly passed away in, I believe, 2019. He also fronted a band, which is Stone Gossard from Pearl Jam's side project called Brad. Mm-hmm. You might remember, some of you might remember back in the day, the song Buttercup that they did for a soundtrack, uh, which is a phenomenal band. He has got a cadence to his singing that no one else in the business has ever had, which is important. It is. And he's got a very, very unique voice. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, he never became a household name, but in my opinion, one of the most underappreciated artists of... My, at least my generation. So they just remixed the Pigeonhead song. Okay. Uh, called Battle Flag. That's another Oh Wow song. It's Oh Wow and Me right, right. now. I'm going to put it on my playlist. Right? So it's I like, like it's, it's you just kind of say, there's, there's two rules to the stop and listen theory. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One is you've got to know at least some of the words. Uh-huh. Right? you got to be able to sing along to it. Right. right. That's why some songs like, you know, Eminem's Lose Yourself, again, my opinion, one of the best songs ever in the history of ever. But you don't know a lot of the words no. that, though. You know, <laughs> you know, you wait for mom's spaghetti and you're out. You right. don't know a lot of words. Here's, right. a, here's a good one. One of your faves, too, mine, too, of uh, Vanilla Ice. Ice Ice Baby. Ice Ice Baby. Okay, that's a great example, Nikki mm-hmm. D. There you go. Very good. Because the second part is there has to be a, a pop moment. Absolutely. And when I say pop, I'm not talking about the genre of music. No. I'm talking about <laughs> the, I say hallelujah. You know, mm-hmm. that part, right? There you go. When this comes on, everybody's going to the floor. Unfortunately, I think more people think of Vanilla Ice when they hear the beginning of the song versus Under Pressure. Right. I only think of Vanilla Ice. <laughs> when I first heard it here, Under Pressure, I'm like, they playing Vanilla Ice? <laughs> no. And then the guy was like, Under Pressure. I was like, oh, I don't know what well, this is. Well, here, here's the thing. If you're a Gen Xer and you don't know the words of this song, turn in your card. And not float. All right, you guys are going to screw this up. Mm-hmm. You're going to try it, but you're going to screw it up. No, I, at this no, point, I don't know words. anything beyond this. Phil Collins in the air tonight? Oh, oh In the air tonight is good, yes. There, there's not a better song with a pop moment 
than in the air tonight because everybody waits for the drums, including Mike Tyson. You wait for the drums. And then it's going down. Yeah. Like, as soon as that hits, you stop. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. What else do you know about it? Right. Whatever you're doing. Yeah, you, know, you need nothing else. You know what? I, one I noticed in, in. Even though it's like the saddest song ever. Right. I noticed in real time when I went to this silent disco that they did at the R Street Night Market, uh-huh. one station would all of a sudden started playing this song. And oh, yeah. everyone who was listening to that, there was like three radio stations you had in your headphones you could switch between. And immediately, even over the sound in your headphones, you could hear everyone in the crowd on the blue station screaming out every one of the words to this song. Oh. It was only a kiss. It was only a kiss. And she's calling a cab. Uh, they're actually going to be in town. Really? Yeah, I just heard the uh, old station do a promotion. That, like, they're that would be a hell of a show 20, to go to. This is mine and my wife's band. Really? This is our first date. Oh. Yeah. She was bartending and I was drinking. That sounds like a killer song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? She was bartending and I was drinking, yeah. Sounds like a country song. <laughs> Went to a concert a Saturday night. She was bartending and I was drinking. <laughs> I could see the look on her face. I knew what she was thinking. Oh, that's good. Okay. <laughs> All right. Now, there's something to be said about Metallica if you're a gearhead, right? That doesn't matter what Metallica, Metallica, like Metallica, and I would say Pantera, mm-hmm. and not that Pantera gets any radio play, but uh, yeah, I would say probably those two in the heavy metal world. I'm not going to add Slipknot because Slipknot's more mainstream, yep. Mudvayne's more mainstream, mm-hmm. uh, but. If you're a true rock fan and a gearhead, that you would stop for those out of respect for the band. Yeah. Like, especially if you're a dude. Like, you can't leave a Metallica show early. No. You can't nope. leave. You can't leave, especially, well, now. Stay all the way to the end. You got you to stay all the way to the end. Like, if yeah. you don't, it's it's almost sacrilegious. Right. And you're going to miss that everything's a hit. Yeah. Like, they've got such a deep catalog. And, you know, I've, I've seen, you know, a lot of my friends are following around Pantera. For this uh, for this tour that they're on now, right? And it just looks phenomenal. Phil Anselmo like sounds great, and so Pantera, you can't if you're not leaving that show, like you just don't leave. It just it's, it can't happen. It's it's not possible. No, because you want to hear every bit. You can you want to soak up everything you can. You're not just waiting for Walk or something like that. You're 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 listening to everything. So that would be another one based off of different ideals uh-huh. on the theory of you must stop. Um, Guns N' Roses, Sweet Child of Mine. For sure. Then yeah, that kind of dove, dovetails into a different conversation of the opening riff. You know, like you just played Killer's Mr. Brightside. Uh-huh. As soon as you hear a tenth of a second of a song, you know what it is. Yes. Uh, and that's not just for the rock fan. That's probably across the board for the it most is. part. You know, that's how I got that Beyonce song when we were doing Game of Tones last week. All I needed to hear was the... Oh, yeah, to, to the, the left, left, to the, the left. left. Boom, I knew it. <laughs> Half a second. I knew it. Yeah. So as, you, as soon as you hear that beginning of the song... And then you get the pop, right? Mm-hmm. You know, wait for it, wait for it, wait for it. But it's such a well-blueprinted song yes. that before any lyrics hit, you're already enthralled with the song. Yep. You you're waiting for down. it. Yes. And pop. Oh. 
That's how I feel about this song by Miley Crew. Oh, kickstart my heart. Just give me this, and this is all I need forever, man. This is the best song to speed to. Cops not legally allowed to pull you over as long as this song is playing on the radio. <laughs> is that right? Yes. Foot to the floor, baby. I would, <laughs> I would really like to see you and your bike doing 103. <laughs> I really would like to see that, Nelson. <laughs> Please tell me when you get pulled over, because I'd like to drive by and take some, <laughs> take some pictures. You with your you little going downhill. Please, 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 no shirt, just leather vest. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, in excess, uh, pick your poison. Devil inside, maybe, possibly, new sensation. Uh, Sir Mix a lot. Baby got back. I gotta throw that in there. Yeah, Everybody knows. Waiting for NXL. You probably pulling out. Well, then she threw the wrench in with Baby Got Back. <laughs> I know. You gotta hold on for a second. I thought you were just naming out bands. No, he was one band. He was naming songs from NXL. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's always fun to talk music to Nikki. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's Manny. There's our buddy Manny Aurora. Oh, that's cool. He's on CNN. He's on CNN. Judge wow. considers batch of motions that would let two Trump co-defendants scrutinize evidence. And oh, he's a part of that. Look I've at Manny on TV. I've talked to that guy on Zoom before. I yeah. know. And now he's on national news. Manny's yeah. a big deal. Well, he's going to be on the Trump side of things on that because he's a defense attorney. All of us just proved right. Tell me you have ADHD without telling me you have ADHD. <laughs> Manny, he started it. Have... I can't see behind my head. <laughs> see, now, look, if you don't have faith in the judicial system, let me tell you something about this uh, attorney that we're talking about that's on CNN right now. And I'm assuming, again, he would be on the Trump co-defendant side of things. He's as liberal as you get. Like, it okay. doesn't He doesn't, It doesn't get much more left than this guy. Right. But uh, you got to be impartial. But he's he's impartial. Look at him. Looks good too. Looks he's, he always looks good. Beard's getting great. He's my, he's my old tennis partner. That's crazy. You've played tennis with someone who is literally on CNN. The focus of CNN, right? right now. The focus of CNN. Yeah. That's wild. He's a big deal. He actually, when I moved to Atlanta, he got me into tennis. What is life, man? He he got me into tennis. That's crazy. Here's another one. Back to the conversation, uh-huh. and then we'll break. Uh, Jesus Jones. Oh yes. Jesus Jones or EMF. Those two songs, when they come on to me, are are stop, drop, and rolls. Right. You know? Here. Right now. Now. Yeah. Like the, these are the songs that you, you listen, like, yes. you're like, oh, man, yeah. Am I stretching with this one? No. No? No. It's like the end of every 90s movie. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. it's all wrapped up now. Life's going to be okay. Like, I think Jesus Jones is a code name for Freddie Prince Jr. <laughs> yes! <laughs> yes! Nikki's eyes are just glazed right now. It'll get to a part you know, I promise. It will. Okay, I'm listening. Just take these conversations, Nikki, as educational. <laughs> you don't have to pretend like I'm you I'm educated. No. <laughs> Here it is. Right now. Oh, I do know that. Yeah, I told you you would know. So we would get to a part that you would know. It's got that same tone as like the Dishwallas of the world. Oh, yes. You know? Oh, that's a name I haven't thought of in forever. Or OAR. Love OAR. Underappreciated band OAR. And then EMF. Unbelievable. Oh. oh. Mm. <laughs> 
There's Nikki trying to get in again. She's but at like, least she knew that one. She was I way off beat. Song? Way off beat. Oh, I was not off beat. She's like, da 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 Negative. You wish. do de do 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 Ding, ding. You wish. Unbelievable. da 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 ding Unbelievable. Pop, pop. Boopity beep beep. Bing, bing. You wish. And then she'll just throw in every once in a while. Lizzo! Right, Lizzo. Period. <laughs> Free Lizzo. Jesus. Little boxcar. <laughs> young parking spot. Young, there it was. I was waiting for young. Yeah, I was trying to think of something to put in front of young. <laughs> All right. So, anyway, that was fun. Nikki, you're not going to like this next segment. Why? Because I was told you were mean yesterday. See, I said that earlier, and you said I was just saying random things. I knew it. I know that. People always say that about me. Well, this person you know. I know. I, I know every person that says this about me. No, you know. I need you to listen. This might be therapeutic. Okay. Because this person's very hurt. Wait, why are you talking to me like you, you're trying to intervention me like we did Nelson? See, I don't need anger. I'm not anger. I'm just trying to figure out where you're going with this. You're not anger? Okay. Yeah. Well. She's about to become <laughs> vengeance. She's, a, she, she's, a, she's about to become anger. Yeah. Watch out. <laughs> Would you like, I mean, I can move on. I can talk about something else. I just No, I want to hear this. I, I want to hear it now. You brought it up. Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. Maybe I'll go back to Jesus Jones. Uh-huh. <laughs> right here, right now. I'll go back to playing clips of music. Who knows? Right. 916-909-0985. Give us a minute. Hang on. 98 Rock. Call or text the BS anytime. 916-909-0985. Now, back to The Bailey Show. Now, I got to say, Nikki D, you and Nelson, you some having some lunch, some bitches after work. All the time you guys are going out, and I think I know why. Because we're hungry. That's a good reason. (laughs) (laughs) What other reason could you come up with? Well, I think you like, I'm going to give you a new name. Okay, what's my name? I'm going to give you a nickname. You're going to be the own Own ranger. Own ranger? (laughs) The own ranger. Oh, no. I don't own him. I think if I ask Nelson, actually, Nelson... Is she the one that asks you to go out to lunch all the time? Because you don't do it because you never pay. I paid for myself yesterday, though. Uh-huh. 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 But yes, she is the one who asks. You would, now the question is how? <laughs> he got a few extra coins thrown his way. You loaned him money to no, pay for No, I did not. No, no I, I did not. It was not me. It was not me. <laughs> so why was she mean to you yesterday at lunch? Uh, well, here's the deal. Like, I thought, honestly, she could have even been meaner, but she did cut me deep because I bought a uh, oh, wow. I bought a shake with my meal. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad you're trying to lose weight. Yeah, well. Hello. Hi. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. This is why I said uh, that she probably could have been meaner because when I'm eating, I'm eating my little food, I get done, and then I go to have my shake, and she just kind of looks up and goes, hmm, I've never seen somebody order a soda and a shake. <laughs> now, I'm not trying to say anything. I'm just saying. Like, what are you just saying? I agree. I don't think I've ever seen anything. I've, it was weird to me to see the combination. That's all I was saying. I wasn't saying because of his size or anything mm. like that. Now, he did say he was trying to lose weight, yet he ordered 12-count large fry. He got a large soda. So it was, it just threw me off because I was so hungry when I was you, done eating. I'm like, I don't know why I'm so hungry. He, Nelson's in a place now that I, I you know, the, the weight thing is out the window. Unfortunately, um, I was telling our bosses the other day. I was like, you know, this show's really gonna pop when he dies on the air. Oh my gosh! 
and we'll just rerun that episode every day, and we'll never have to work again. We'll just play the episode of Nelson dying. Uh, anyway, so uh, it, he he I think is like trying to store food in his body because he doesn't know if he's going to be able to when the next meal he has is the next plenty meal is stored plenty is oh, already stored. plenty stored miss yes. he ate three of my nuggets and a quarter of my fries yesterday because he's gonna come I in my sizes was still hungry absolutely so, and they gave you hot food so you think that she was mean because she food shames you shake shamed you she shake shamed me yes she shake shamed you uh yes she did mm-hmm. rightfully so I and I don't know. This, I'm, I'm just fine. I'm just learning the whole story here, so I'm, okay. I'm making a decision. Okay, <laughs> making a decision. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would have done the same thing because that's Thank what you. that's what friends are for. That is what they're for. You know, you need all the help you can get, and it is kind of weird. Like you, you know, it's not, not weird. It's not the '50s where you order a shake and you drink your shake as your beverage with your food. Right. Right. Well, if he would have just gotten a shake, I could have even went with that. But he had a large soda and a shake. Yeah, that's that's odd. You 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 have your soda, and you shouldn't have the soda. You should be drinking water anyway. But you should have the drink, the soda, mm-hmm. with your meal. And then when you're done, you can pull the, this is the big girl move. You know, you go, I shouldn't. <laughs> oh, I did. I, I, you're right. <laughs> I really shouldn't. I'm going to do the chocolate shake. <laughs> Go back and get it. I I really shouldn't do it, but I'm going to do it. I, mm-hmm. I, I just, today's been one of those days. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> no, he went back for something. You want to know what it was? <laughs> he went back to what? The counter? He, yeah. But he went for a refill on his soda after he wow. took the shake. Wow. Yeah. So he went soda to shake to soda. Yes, he did. I took the soda home with me. <laughs> Not a diet soda? No, it wasn't no. a diet soda. It was a cherry coke. Oh my god! <laughs> so you probably wow. you know what? I thought you weren't mean enough. Maybe you're. Maybe I misjudged you. <laughs> the own la- the own the own ranger is trying to be helpful. Own ranger, I be would. watching my moves. There, there comes a point in time where you know you're never going to hit rock bottom unless people intervention every single day. And he said he hit his rock bottom when he couldn't give the plasma. So here I am. No. Just, you know, noticing like, okay, you said you were tempting me with chicken fillet, she well. said yesterday. There there's uh, Nelson will never hit a rock bottom. There's there's nothing that could possibly happen that he's going to be able to get it. Like, I don't know. I'm seeing a little change in him. Yeah. Well, yeah, little changes. But yeah. that he you can't do a little change. You gotta do big changes. You would think that, you know, every morning, so I'm most of the time I'm here first. And then he comes storming in the door. And it's like he just ran a 5K. And he all he did, and he didn't even take the stairs. I mean, he takes the elevator. Like, he gets tired getting in the elevator. Like, the motion from the first to the second floor tires him out in the elevator. I mean, that's how bad the cardio is with Nelson. Is he doesn't even have to go up the two step, the two floors. He can just imagine how tiring it would be being in the elevator. I won't take the elevator if he and I are in at the same time either. Like I feel like I can't. Oh, for so that's safety, when you take the stairs. Uh-huh. If I if I see him, if I'm at there at the same time as him, or if I can see his human body somewhere inside the building, still with my eyes, I go, damn it. I can hear the elevator from here, from the studio. By the way, for safety precautions, uh-huh. I won't get in the elevator with you either. <laughs> Mine's a shame thing, not a safety thing. Ass. <laughs> But he comes in here and he's like, huh, 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 huh. I'm like, what happened? Open the door. 
How heavy was the door? <laughs> Screen door. This door. <laughs> Why are you sweating so much? You show me another guy who weighs as much as me that fits into the. That's my point. That's is you should. You shouldn't be sweating opening the door. <laughs> I'm, I'm, Nobody gets tired riding in an elevator. I'm little for a guy this size. Let me tell you. Like he gets t- like he gets out of the elevator and he's pooped. Like, I feel like I should give him, like, a 5K T-shirt every time. So what we're saying here is I am not mean. Right? No, For no. For the record. No, okay. see, now that I know the whole story. Thank you so much. You're, you're welcome. Because I was being falsely accused. <laughs> you're still the own, own ranger. You are the own ranger, though. <laughs> well, no, don't say I'm the own ranger because I sent you footage four days ago that I still don't have. Don't call me the own ranger. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, footage and Nelson go. <laughs> He's going to get tired doing it. Just tee him up for it. Yeah. <laughs> you the own ranger. I'm not the Can you own imagine ranger. own ranger? I'm just a friend. Can you imagine him running a website? No. You get tired doing that. <laughs> I'm exhausted already. Oh my gosh. Meeting another woman that has kids and being a stepfather. Oh. That's going to just tire this guy out. <laughs> Keep going. Yeah, I know he's got another one. He's got two more in the chamber. Go ahead. Maybe next time you're so tired, it's because you're acting swimmingly. (laughs) Should have went out on stepfather. Did I run out of him? Oh, he's back. (laughs) He never runs out. I just didn't want to skip any good ones. Second round of headlines. So stupid. I'm one of the dumbest things I've ever said on the radio. I'm sorry for putting you up with that three minutes of stupid stuff. Man, I think in my head it was funnier than what it probably was. It was, it was just good. dumb. It was good. It was funny. I'm going to tell you what big change NFL players are asking for and how a Navy vet survived a grizzly attack. All right, two big stories uh, from today. Your second round of headlines here in a minute. Here. Stand by for news. Headlines. Here we go. Second round of headlines. Thanks to good guys. Heating and air. 530. Good air. Go ahead, Nikki D. NFL players feel the grass is greener where it's real. H3. In a state with cold and very unpredictable weather, you can find a lot of these. From high schools to the home of the Vikings, turf is popular. The season-ending injury of Jets quarterback Aaron Rodgers has sparked a renewed push for replacing turf with actual grass. NFL players are saying that the turf um, gives them more injuries than actual grass, and they're asking for stadiums to change it out now. Yeah, they've had this argument for years, and I think statistically it's proven, it's true, Mm -hmm. that there's more injuries. According to the injury reports. And, you know, you saw um, numerous occasions just in the first week of the NFL you know, the, the slippity slidey stuff. But, you know, you you change it and you go all grass. And if, let's say, you know, the rain comes that because there's like an irrigation process with the turf mm-hmm. that's, you know, obviously it's easier to upkeep than grass and so on and so forth. So it's a cost thing, too. And anytime somebody tries to save money, usually it's at the cost of other people. Right. 
Um, but with grass, sometimes you're going to get you know sloppy. You're going to get mud. Those rain games, you know. So That's like good football, though. I agree, yeah. but the risk of injury yeah. oh, is yeah. huge. I mean, it that goes was up then too. That was the whole thing for Monday night with Brees Hall, the the starting running back, uh, standout in his second year for the Jets. Is that you know he suffered uh, a, a knee injury? I think it was at the, at the end of the year last year that that took him out. So they bring in Dalvin Cook, and he was supposed to be almost the sacrificial lamb and get most the bulk of the carries. Not to say that Brees Hall was going to be on a pitch count, but they were just like you know it's going to be the rumor was it was going to be the Dalvin show because they did not they had to actually blueprint their playbook so that Brees Hall would not get injured based off of the turf because mm-hmm. there was a, a weather delay to that game. And uh, I mean that's that's kind of I mean I know you got to do it either way based off of weather, but when you have to plan like that, that's not fun football, no. you know. So the the players do have a point. I would be upset about it too. I mean think about this: they got a shelf life, you know, especially you know skilled positions like running back or you know maybe not necessarily quarterbacks. You know, some of them like Brady and Rodgers have been going for a while, but there's a shelf life to be in the NFL. Then you have your entire life after that. Yeah. Now you want to make as much money as possible, but with the structure of the contracts. You know, you have to play out your rookie contract, which is good money, don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but it's not the money that they're going to make their second time around. Nope. That's the money contract. You've got to make it to that. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these guys don't make it to that. Because yep. of the injuries. Because of the injuries, preseason, I mean, whatever the case may be, and they're done and they never get the opportunity. So they're 24 years old and they're in the real world now and they've made maybe, you know, couple hundred thousand dollars over the year that's really only 50 percent is going to them after right. taxes and asian and stuff like that and they can't do a damn thing in life you know so like i'm gonna be a broadcaster but you can't put a sentence together right you know right. so that's that's all they got anyway second headline a vet went out to hunt deer and caught a bear h4 he had one second from the time that he saw the grizzly charging him to fire it misfired and so then the bear was on top of it uh navy veteran rudy norlander had his entire jaw taken off by this grizzly bear she was a 10 year old mama bear her cub came out first he was helping some hunters go through and look for a deer that they had shot and they saw the cub come out first for whatever reason he got off they were on like these mobiles he got off of his vehicle to go i guess look at the baby cub and then the mom's on top of him within seconds luckily his friends that were there hunting with him got a good shot off and was able to scare the bear of course they ended up catching the bear and killing the bear but they took the baby to the zoo yeah well he's recovering now in the hospital but his injuries are are bad yeah thank you for your service but that was kind of a dumb move to go over to the the, the cub. I mean, you gotta think exactly Mama Bear's. What I thought. She's gonna protect her cub. And if she, she's not far, far behind, right? No. Yeah. I would have saw the baby and been zooming. Yeah. That's thanks, what I would have done. Thanks to uh, Kyle next door in the phone room for sending that story over. I appreciate that. That was a Kyle story. Oh, okay, great. Participate. Thank you, Kyle. The more work you guys do, the ooh, less ooh, work ooh, I have to do. Ooh. And I appreciate that. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> Love that honesty. <laughs> uh, I got a pair of tickets, farm to fire to fork, this amazing event, September 23rd. You got to go. You get an exclusive evening with Food Network's Tyler Florence. You got great barbecue, local craft beer, special performance brought to you by the California Craft Brewers Association, Lindsay L. performing. Additional entertainment from our guy in-house, DJ Oasis. Yep. Amador Sons, uh, courtesy of Visit Sacramento. Would you like to go? You should want to go. This is awesome. Capital Mall Greens in Sacramento, again, uh, September 23rd from 4 until 7. 
Need some players. We'll do a quick round of nothing personal. 916-909-0985. Again, 916-909-0985. We go to our super secret special website. We find real stories of people here in Sacramento. You, with the help from Nikki D., have to tell me, is that man for woman, man for man, woman for man, or woman for woman? Whoever has the most points at the end of the segment is going to win. Very simple stuff. 916-909-0985. We'll do that here next. Thank Hey, girl or dude, won't you come and get you some of this? The BS knows all about missed connections. Hey, how you doing? But can you guess the sexist? It's time to play Nothing Personal. Farm to fire to fork. September 23rd. Those are the tickets up for grabs. We got our super secret special website. You just got to tell me. Who's talking? Man for woman, man for man, woman for man, woman for oh, woman. Uh, Kathy, Eldorado Hills, good morning. Good morning, all. Good morning. Hey, Kathy. And Hello. James. They're all rough and ready. Dude, talking dude, or James. talking a girl. James. 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 Yeah. All right, turn the radio down, brother. Rough and ready. That's a place, right? Rough and ready? Yeah. That's yes, awesome. Is. Like, I would move there just to say I'm James... I'm rough and ready. And I'm rough and I'm ready. <laughs> like a porn star. That's awesome. Uh, okay, uh, here's the deal. Nothing personal. we got our super secret special website. These are real stories, believe it or not. In or around Sacramento, Nikki D is going to help both of you out. She's on your team. Kathy, you'll go first. If you get it right, you get a point. If not, James gets to steal and try to get it right, and back and forth we'll go. Your options, man for woman, man for man, woman for man, or woman for woman. Everybody understand the rules. Yes? Yes, yes. sir. Excellent. Thank you. All right, Kathy, here we go. Dark brown hair with glasses working at Walmart, Roseville. You look like you were just getting into work this morning. I have a full-time job. I'd rather see you doing. I had my kids with me, and you saw me smile. And don't think I didn't catch you turning back for another peek after you walked by. Curves for days and an attitude to match. I'm ready to start the interview process and then uh, get you hired. Yeah, hired. Man for woman, man for man, woman for man, woman for woman. Let's do about 30 seconds, uh, Kathy and Nikki. What do you got? All right, this one's a little bit tough. I'm getting uh, dark hair, glasses, working at Walmart, curves. And then the other person had kids with them. So I'm getting woman for woman vibes or either woman for man. What are you thinking? Oh, I was totally thinking opposite. Oh, it is a tough one. There's like nothing to go. Um, you're always so good at it. I really am. <laughs> Not to toot wow. my own horn or anything. Wow, so humble. So, wow. <laughs> so, so what are you thinking? Woman, woman for woman is the, my number one thought process, yes. I'm going to go with you. All right. Okay. Locking that in, Kathy. Woman for woman. Hope I'm not wrong yep. after that great compliment. Yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> All right, James, for the steal. Woman for woman is not it. Man for woman. Man for woman. I'm thinking woman for man. That was my second guess. James? I don't know. I don't usually hear a woman talking about a man's curves. So I'm gonna stick with man for woman. Sticking with your gut, I like that. That's what that's how they do in rough and ready. That is man for woman. Locking that in. Locking it in. That's right. 
Correct. Man for woman. You got it. Dude for lady parts. <laughs> That's a rare Nikki DL on that one. I yeah. know. She's losing her <laughs> mojo. Yeah. yeah, toot away, James. Just go, go on a <laughs> toot it, baby. Go on a toot fest. <laughs> Rootin' tootin' down and rough and ready. Here we go, James. Next one's yours. Take a big, fat, juicy lead here at the Galleria. I was having the worst day until you appeared. Finding you stirred something in me. And I haven't felt in a long, long time. Another part of me came to life as well. Wink. I had to remember to close my mouth because my jaw had dropped. Those perfect teeth and piercings had me wanting to know what that mouth could do. I had to take a cold shower just to calm down. What I'd really like to do is get my hands on you and heat things up <laughs> man for woman man for man woman for man woman for woman james nikki d quickly what do you got james i have man for man part of me wanted to uh come to life uh he want to know what that mouth do so those are all <laughs> man for man vibes for me what, what are mouth? you thinking I'm thinking man for woman because, you know, I always like a nice tattooed, pierced up chick with some good teeth and wondering what that mouth would do. All righty then. <laughs> oh. All right. Psychopath for psychopaths, not an option. <laughs> All right. What are you locking in, James? What do you got, my friend? Man for woman. Man for woman. Sticking with his gut He's once again. To me again. What Let's a see. smart man. Nicely I don't think done. So. Yeah, me neither. That's wrong. Mm, All right, Kathy, for the steal and control the board. Wow, that's what I thought too. But you know what? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go man for man. Man for man. That's it. That's what Nikki D that's was saying. Got. Locking that in. Yeah, I'm that, gonna do it. That's right. Let's go. I get one wrong here and there, Kathy. You know what I'm saying? That's right. That's correct. Here we go. Still got time remaining. Kathy, board is yours. Tied up one apiece. Farm to fire to fork tickets. Costco, Elk Grove. Next one, nothing personal. We were pumping gas yesterday afternoon at Costco in Elk Grove. I needed you to bring that hose over my way. I had to behave myself since your kids were in the back of the car, but I think you could tell just how thirsty I was. I didn't see any specific jewelry on your big, rough hands, but I have a hard time believing you're single. That's okay. I'll be your dirty little secret. Don't leave my tank empty. Okay. Man for woman. <laughs> I wonder if I get hired to do the audio book of these. <laughs> That'd be like the best job ever. Man for woman, man for man, woman for man, or woman for woman. Quickly, Kathy, Nikki D. All right, I think this is a woman. She's pumping some gas. She wants him to bring his hole. She wants his big hands, and she's thirsty. So I'm getting full woman for man vibes. It, yep. All right, Kathy. 100%. Yep. You want to lock it in? Yep. She want to keep it 100. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. That's right. Woo! Let's go! That's correct. Just like that, Kathy. Win the lead. That's right. Mm, That was mm, a good mm, one. mm, mm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. 
Okay. There we go. James, you got to get this or it's not good. Yep. It's not good. Let's just yep. say that. It's just not good. Even though we do have some time here. but Stratus Drive neighbor. Why can I not get your attention? You live on my street across from me in the court, but you live in my head rent free. There's so many people in that house with you. There's no way you can get any time to yourself. Come over here and give that mind and body a break. I'll take real good care of those curves. So let's get tangled up and taste each other. Man for woman, man for man, woman for man, woman for woman. And that's a toughie, James, Nikki. James? James? Uh, they want to get tangled up and taste each other. I'm thinking woman for woman. I have woman for woman as well. I love this guy. Just the way he talks. You and I are like brothers from another mother. Love this guy. That's exactly what I wrote down. Curves and they want to taste. You know what I'm saying? Mind, body, all the breakdowns. Woman for woman, I'm with you. All right. Lady on lady. That's what we're sticking with. Locking that in? Mm-hmm. Locking that girl in. Girl on girl action. Tell me more. Mm. Deal. That's right. Oh, let's go, James. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Got a Couldn't have scripted this better. All right, Kathy, uh, this is the last one. You get it right, you're a winner. If not, my man James uh, gets the prize, okay? So all Alrighty. the marbles go here. Okay. <laughs> I can take my time on this one, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Indeed. Cyclist on American River Trail, Sacramento. Mm-hmm. You want to give me an answer now? <laughs> well. <laughs> you were riding... With someone when you needed to be riding me. I almost ran into you because I was daydreaming about what kind of s- sweat we could work up together. You flashed me that smile, and I was all over it. You know, I've got the stamina for the task at hand. Now all I need is to get the grip of that handlebar so we can get this up. Moving. Moving. Moving, moving, moving. Man for woman, man for man, woman for man, or woman for woman. All right, Kathy, Nikki D, this is a big one. Don't get tripped up on some of those words. All right, Kathy, what were you thinking? I was thinking man on man. I have man for man as my first choice as well. Riding me, they want to sweat together. But they because they use the word stamina, that's not really a woman word. Because I had exactly. woman for man as my second guess, but I would go strongly with man for man. Nelson's a man, and stamina is not really a word in his vocabulary I either. Don't Fair. Know anything about that? <laughs> <laughs> Easy, rough and ready. <laughs> Double R. <laughs> Everybody laughing. I'm just glad everybody's having a great old time. All right, Kathy, what do you got? This is big. I'm going to say man on man. Man for man. Yep. Yeah. Guy action. I need to hear you lock it in, Kathy. I'm locking it in. Man on man. All right. Because this is so big, and I like (laughs) you so much, I'm going to give you the opportunity to change it if you'd like. Uh Uh-oh. Oh, Oh, shit. Even though you locked it in, I'm going to let you unlock it. 
<laughs> it's up to you. Whatever you'd like to do. I don't want to pressure you one way or the other. Any help from Nikki? I would stay man for man, me personally. But this is your game. These are your tickets. That's what I'm going to I'm going to stick with it. I'm going to gamble. Relocking it in. <laughs> you can you can lock and unlock on the show as many times as you want. <laughs> man for man, that is that's right. Let's go! Congratulations, Kathy. James, dude, you're awesome. Please continue to call this show. I really liked having you on. All right, you're a good dude. Yeah, yeah. it was a pleasure. All right, brother, you have a good day. Try again tomorrow, please. I, I, this guy's awesome. Just really. I don't know about that guy. I just liked him, right? Yes. Yeah. Not that I don't like you, Kathy. You're awesome, too. So I got tickets. Thank you. I want you to enjoy this event. It sounds fantastic. It it's does. Farm to Fire to Fork, September 23rd. And plus, you get this exclusive evening with Food Network's Tyler Florence. You're going to eat up some great barbecue. You're going to drink up some local craft beers. You get a special yeah. performance from Lindsay L. Thanks to California Craft Brewers Association. DJ Oasis, who's our guy in-house. He's amazing. He's going to be out there. Amador Sons. This is just awesome. Capital Mall Green, Sacramento. Um, for everybody else, Sacramento or visit sacramento.ticketspice.com if you'd like to go. we got another pair to give away tomorrow. Kathy, thank you so much for listening to the program. I'll oh. put you on hold, okay? Thanks, guys. You have a wonderful day. You too, ma'am. Thank you so much. Very, very sweet. Very, very sweet. So, why is this not a bigger story? When it should be if we all believe in aliens. I don't know if you know this or not, but if you watch D-Level News or were on D-Level websites or social media, we found dead aliens. Oh, my God. And nobody's talking about it. Mm, 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 mm. All right. So probably news to a lot of you right now. Got your attention. We'll tell you about that here in a minute. Hang on. So that song you just heard was brand new music from Stained. It is the fourth track. It's interesting how they're re- releasing music for this new album, which comes out on the 22nd of September. Uh, the album's called Confessions of the Fallen. That song's called Here and Now. And that is one of the most powerful songs I might have ever heard. And if you watch, if you YouTube the video for it, it's really powerful. I mean, if like you're in a mood, it's going to get you. Uh, especially if you know somebody with Alzheimer's, because that's kind of how the, the what the video surrounds and the uh-huh. story that they tell. Uh, I'm actually going to talk with Aaron Lewis of Stained after the show today for uh, these Odyssey check-ins that I do for our company, and uh, it'll be released I think like next week, and then we can also air the the full conversation on, on this show as well. But that song, like, wow, you know, it, it's it's really interesting. You know, Aaron Lewis has to go. For Stain, the music, it's pretty deep and it's pretty dark for the most part, right? Everything they have. Um, I listened to this entire album last night. I got a sneak peek uh, copy of it, and it's really good. But there are some songs that they might sound a little dark but are are pretty upbeat. Like there's a song in there called Better Days that I don't believe they've released yet. It's really, really good. The entire album, very good. It's very stained, but I think it's better than very stained. Uh It's really, really good. So uh, you'll hear that song a lot, I think. That's going to be not only a very much played song on 98 Rock, but on the radio in general. I can even hear that song being on movies. That's what yep. I was just about to say. Mm-hmm. It's it's a soundtrack song. It's it's a song that's going to be around for a while. And if you get other, you know, I can see it being uh, sung on um, on reality shows. Yep. You know, someone going out there and, and trying to pull it off and mm-hmm. stuff. So either way, you'll hear it a lot. I promise you. 
So uh, what, today's Thursday, yeah? Today is Thursday. Okay, so on Tuesday, believe this or not, Tuesday, Mexico held its first congressional hearings on UFOs. Remember we had that big one? Yep. Yes, we had that guy, Ryan Graves, and he goes before, you know, everybody, and he's everybody's all up in arms, and then it just went away. Yep. He's like, UFOs are real, aliens are real, we're not alone, blah, blah, blah. And I, th- I think most people think that. Yeah. I think that, for sure, which is why I'm a little disappointed my alien friends didn't alert me to this one. See, here's the kicker, right? Is that we most of us believe that there's life outside of us. If not, I think that's pretty narcissistic of us to think that. Yes. So we just think it, but when people provide proof, we never believe it. Because it depends on the proof. Like the alien videos in Nevada that seem legit to me, I'm all in. This proof, mm, I don't know. It's like when you go to church, you can talk to God, an imaginary figure. In the sky, you're in his house, and it's normal. You walk outside of church, and you're in aisle four at Safeway, and you start talking to God, you're getting arrested. Yeah. <laughs> it's the same concept. So uh, a longtime UFO enthusiast in- unveiled what he claims are actually fossilized remains of two aliens. This some bitch wheels out these two like coffin-like things with these mm-hmm. two <laughs> aliens. They look like E.T., but dried out. And sand. Like, it goes like, yeah, aliens exist. Here's two of them. Oh, my. They're small, less than two feet uh, tall. Uh, they don't look like humans. They're weird, bony little bodies. They're elongated skulls, long necks, no teeth. Just imagine what you think an alien would look like. I posted it on our um, Listen to the BS page, the pictures. And only three fingers for each hand. Um, he claims they were recently unearthed from a mine in Peru that 30% of their DNA couldn't be identified, and that carbon dating showed the fossils were actually between 700 and 1800, year, 1,800 years old. Okay. He also said he thinks it's clear these uh, non-human specimens, adding we're not alone, but the scientific community, of course, very skeptical, partly because this isn't his first time doing this. He also unveiled a similar alien corpse in 2017, but it turned out the fossilized remains were of a child. Yes. Mm. So it wasn't. So he's losing credibility. Well, here's the thing. At least it wasn't fake. You know, like some of those people that will do all this. It was ho- paper mache. Yeah, mm-hmm. Hollywood makeup and all that stuff. Yeah. At least he thought it was an alien. <laughs> Did he think it was an alien or was he trying to pass it off as one? The great, 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 great times 10 grandchildren of that child are now suing him mm. for defamation of character. I bet. They also, uh, that's not true. There's also more reasons to be skeptical. They were covered in loose sand, which is normally to be removed during a detailed analysis. So it looked kind of staged, they say. Uh, the Mexican University that did the carbon dating put out a statement saying they only determined the age of the fossils, not what they are. And then that Ryan Graves guy was there, the former Navy pilot. He testified at the first congressional uh, hearings here in the U.S. back in July. And yesterday, he well, no, he wasn't there, but he called the alien corpse thing an unsubstantiated stunt and a huge step backwards. Mm. So I guess Ryan Graves is the, the crazy people are like, nah, this is too crazy for us. What do you what are you supposed to believe? Well, here we well. This is this is what I, this is my point is we'll believe anything when it comes to aliens if we if we want to believe it, right? Right. I mean, you see all these different videos of things in the sky. There's no facts. There's no evidence of what it is. It could be a weather balloon. It could be the sky. It could be photoshopped. It could be docked. It could be whatever. But we go well. There's so many of them that we believe it. But it has to give you a certain feel for the belief. Like, the videos of things in the sky, you got to see it. It got to be a certain type of formation, and it has to disappear fast. 
then you're all you're all in. Do you think that if this took place, wheeling out these two alien corpse, mm-hmm. quote unquote, if this took place in the United States, it would be more believable? No, because if they look like how these corpse look, I wouldn't believe it if they did it here because it doesn't really it doesn't look real. Like, okay, we have in our mind what aliens look like, but I don't think aliens look like how they look on movies. This alien looks like E.T., so I can't believe it. Well, no, it doesn't look exactly like E.T., but how do you know what aliens look like? Right. I don't know what they look <laughs> That's like. That's a thing. But what I know is I just don't think they look like this. I've watched a lot of people who have encountered aliens, and they don't look like how they look on TV. Every, everybody's an alien expert. I mean, I kind of am. I've got a friend's sister's cousin, <laughs> and let me no. tell you, Letitia called me one night in tears, <laughs> and she was coming back from Duck Club, and she said that she saw this light in the sky, so she chased it, you know, and those chargers are fast. They are. So she, <laughs> so she went to ground zero of this light, and the alien came out. Sucked her up. Looked like Gilbert Godfrey. Did not look like <laughs> E.T. Exactly. So, they say a lot of times that's how they look, like regular humans, but they have them in these labs doing stuff to them. So me, Nikki D., you're not going to tell me what aliens look like. <laughs> because Letitia didn't share that story with you. <laughs> she did. And she's only lied to me four other times in our relationship. <laughs> and I know she's not going to re- lie to me about aliens. She no. knows how serious I am about aliens. Not aliens. Everybody's an expert. I love that. You know, during COVID, everybody was a doctor. During elections, everybody's a politician. Absolutely. Everybody's, right, everybody's you know that what guy. you know. But you don't know anything. I know aliens. <laughs> How? I know aliens. Aliens are big. I don't think they're this small and tiny mm. and petite. They don't no. grow. They don't have babies. She thinks and she knows. You know what I mean? You notice that she goes back and forth between. Well, she thinks she knows. Yeah, I she know. Doesn't, she doesn't know to think. Oh. <laughs> That's the problem. Yeah, I like what you did there, but I know what I know. Okay, and that's just it. So like, I wouldn't believe if I saw this in the U.S. That's all I'm telling. On a scale of <laughs> on a scale of uh, unbelievable to uh, Lizzo's telling the truth. How mm-hmm. well do you know aliens? Lizzo, Liz- I'm on, on a Lizzo scale. <laughs> on period. Lizzo scale. Lizzo scale. <laughs> <laughs> you know, one of my coworkers tried to have this Lizzo debate with me the other day, and I shut him down. You can't debate it with me. So crazy. I've been to two Lizzo concerts, and there's no one that's going to tell me how she talks to her backup dancers uh-uh. behind the scenes when no one's there. Right. Because nope. I know. I went to a show. I yep. know. You know, a lot of shows I go to, they charge $35 for a t-shirt. No, not Lizzo. Nope. 30 <laughs> If that's not a trustworthy person, I don't know what is. And she signs it for free. The Lizzo scale. <laughs> made up the Lizzo skill. I'm just telling you what it is. I just like it. I like that you ran with it. Okay. There, there is not a better person to have in your life than somebody that is so passionate about nothing. <laughs> and when I say nothing, I'm not talking about no content, no topic, no, no context. About everything. Right. <laughs> I'm not passionate about everything. I'm passionate about space, aliens, and Lizzo. Should be on her dating app profile. Yeah, I should have put it on there. It's like checking out at the grocery store with condoms, yogurt, <laughs> yeah. and a frozen pizza. <laughs> All good for you. <laughs> Looks up at Nikki D. Says, you want to put your uh, Safeway number? Yeah, by the way, 
Yeah. You look like you like Lizzo, too. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 All right. Third round. Third round. Yeah. yeah. All right. Third round of headlines. What you got there? <laughs> Alien expert. I want to tell you what crazy construction prank was pulled and what's new with Coke. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed this or not, and I'm not trying to play the race card. But I'm Nikki D, and there is a reason why there is a certain network for my community that has ET in it. <laughs> that is a great observation. You cracked the code. Watch out. They could be coming for you. That's a bet. <laughs> the kids say. Third round of headlines here in a minute. Hang on. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines. Read all about it, baby. Extra, extra. Read all about it. Headlines. All right, third round of headlines. Thanks to good guys. Heating and air. 530 Good Air. They do. Have the best service, best price. That is guaranteed. Dickity. Now is hide your kids, hide your signs. H5 tonight a warning about loose gorillas and a message about weed they're not what you'd expect to see on those electronic signs meant for construction zones someone in houston gained access to an electronic construction sign you know the ones you see on the side of the road when you're driving in to work and they changed the typing to say due to weather go f yourself that's awesome they have no idea who did this this is something that happens every now and then somebody gains access to these systems and they change the construction road signs this one stayed up for about an hour before they were able to fix it back they're they're probably bored uh same people hacking mgm in vegas right oh, now. oh right oh that's so scary and that blows me away that that's not a bigger story i mean mgm in vegas the casino the hotel the resort is completely shut down because like none of the stuff's working because of the cyber attack. They're probably trying to keep it hush hush because they don't want people to freak out. Well, if, I don't know how you keep it hush hush if you're staying there and <laughs> <laughs> nothing's working. You, like you can't even use the elevators. Uh, I don't know where they're at as of this conversation. I also heard that Caesars uh, got hit too, but allegedly they paid off the hackers to get their stuff back. Dang, I wonder how much they had to pay. I know that was a lot for Caesars. I don't know, but to be able to do that, they're just probably sitting there just waiting for MGM to pay them off. They're like, I want to hack this road sign. Well, it depends on what they, how they hacked. So what they did with Caesars is that they basically locked their data. So they put a, a Trojan horse virus on, and when you activate it, it basically locks all of your computer systems behind a, in, a, in a vault. Okay. And then you send Bitcoin to an anonymous website essentially that they give you a, an email address or whatever through the dark web and then they theoretically will give you the code that unlocks the safe a lot of times though especially for small businesses they get hit they pay the bitcoin the hackers leave anyway so law enforcement if you're looking for the person responsible for this his name is nelson <laughs> <laughs> and if you'd like to know how to do it we will provide you the audio we will where you we can get the, the whole breakdown <laughs> yeah or you can get the podcast on the odyssey app <laughs> and this is Agent uh, Buck Wagon Cover. <laughs> you should be on the job. Yeah, I am on the job. Okay. That's why I'm 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 giving the This okay. is the whole reason why he's even come. He came here in the first place. It wasn't for the show. It was to bust. Was to bust you. Yeah. yeah. Okay, got you. Yeah. Seven months in. That's- <laughs> 
That's pretty good. Undercover. Deep. Yeah. Deep undercover. <laughs> AI is now working for Coke, and no one is scared. H6. Coca-Cola is introducing a futuristic limited edition soda called Y3000. So Coca-Cola just released this limited edition flavor, and get this, it was created by AI. It's only available for a limited time. They're saying it's still 85 to a 90% Coke flavor, but the other 10 to 15% of the flavor is something unexpected. I saw them last night at the grocery store. They were not flying off the shelves. Mm. No, yeah. I've seen them in the store too. No one's bought them. But now that I've read this story, I have to try it because I want to know what the other flavor is. Yes. I want to know if this AI creation is better than human creations. And I just want to see what it's all about. It's well, Nikki D, I, I can know. tell you what the flavor of the future is. It's called sad. <laughs> or broke. I like that. <laughs> That's the flavor of now for me. What's your what's what's your flavor of soda pop right now? Broke, mm-hmm. <laughs> sad. Broke, busted, and disgusted. Yeah, broke, sad. Uh, all right, let's uh, play some nostalgia here. What was your favorite toy growing up? All right, I mean everybody had a fave, a favorite, to, a go-to, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, if you'd like to tell us what yours, well, there's a reason I'm asking this. Of course, nine one six nine zero nine zero nine eight five. Uh, every year, the Toy Hall of Fame releases its finalists, and then, of course, the ones that actually go into the Toy Hall of Fame. So we'll tell you what those are. Maybe yours is on the list. I, You know, if you're honest, a lot of people's favorite toy before they get into their toy growing up would probably shock you. You know, it'd be like a guy going, I loved Barbies growing up, and then the dad came and said, what are you doing? Oh, yep. You know, like that. You need to play with Tonka trucks. Yep. Or something to that effect. But I love Barbies, man. And it was like, you know, for all the right reasons. Like, just like undressing her. Right. Uh, 916-909-0985. Love that conversation here in a minute. Welcome back. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. There's Nelson. And there goes Kyle. Bye, Kyle. Do his sports show. Hello. Bye, Kyle. He doesn't even say goodbye to us. Okay. He just leaves. Very sad. <laughs> Every day I watch him walk out the door, not even a goodbye. He just leaves. Uh, 916-909-0985. Give us a like, share, follow at Listen to the BS if you do not mind. Also on the YouTube at The Bailey Show, our podcasts, which are updated Every single day. And then we've got the extra Super Mario Brother added bonus of the BS Uncensored that we release on Wednesdays. That's on the Odyssey app as well as TheBaileyShow.com and also the YouTube channel. So if you'd like to be a part of that, we'd appreciate the uh, participation there. Nikki D, your favorite toy growing up was what? Teddy Ruxpin. Teddy, really? Wow, that's out of left field. Yep, I love the Teddy Ruxpin. I had it all the way up until I just couldn't hold on to it anymore. My dad always got me the new tapes and books, and it was my favorite. Did you have this little buddy that that played along with him too, the little worm guy? I got that eventually. Yes, Uh I did. Oh, I forgot about the worm. I did. Uh I got that eventually. Got to be honest with you. I didn't see that coming. Neither did I. Yeah. What did you guys think I was going to say? I I didn't know what you were going to say, but I didn't think it was Teddy Ruxpin. I didn't think anyone would say Teddy Ruxpin. It's not like like a you thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Nelson, did you you have toys? Yes. I had He-Man toys. Yeah. He-Man was your favorite? Oh, my God. Yes. I loved He-Man. Which character? Specifically, I loved He-Man and Battle Cat that he rode around on, but my mother back in the day was uh she wrote to Mattel and got the entire toy list and then went and found every one of them. Oh wow. still have them? 
No, she gave him my dumbass cousin. Yeah. Because I didn't play with them anymore. Who was Skeletor's buddy? Is it Trapjaw? Yes. My favorite. Trapjaw was good, yes. Because Beast his Man, jaws Trap could Bar- yep. his jaws could move. Mm-hmm. And Orko. Oh yeah, Orko. I liked Orko. <laughs> You know, I don't think I had a go-to toy, but I was a big toy enthusiast. Uh-huh. Sounds like you were a collector of toys. Yeah, I had every Star Wars figure. I had every G.I. Joe figure. I had every Transformer. Uh, I had the Atari 2600 with a bunch of games, eventually graduating into the Commodore 64 world, and uh, Smurfs. And I still have the Smurfs. Oh, I bet those are my money. favorite game. Yeah, but that's, you know, that's my personality. I have an addictive personality, so... Mm-hmm. You know, and my mom fed into that. I'm not saying it was you know, for better or for worse, but, you know, it was like she would help me get there. Like if there was a, you know, Empire Strikes Back comes out, there's a new line Kenner is putting out of of, yep. of, of, of Star Wars action figures. So she was just like Nelson's mom. Uh-huh. We, we got to get them all. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So she would take me from Glen Burnie, Maryland, to Annapolis, Maryland, to KB Toys, to Kitty City, to the big toy warehouse, whatever it was, and she would drive across town. Mm-hmm. So y'all can find all the toys. So we yeah. could find all the toys. Did your mom grow up poor? Uh, I don't think they were well off, no. Uh, well, the reason I asked that is because my mom Oh, yeah. Up- well, we were poor. Like, up until my mom started banging my first stepdad at, like, five, mm-hmm. I had two shirts and one pair of pants. We, li- we lived in a house with no furniture. Oh. Yeah. yeah we, it, but she didn't want me to grow up in a bad part of the neighborhood, mm-hmm. so she got a, a, a decent, you know, cookie-cutter house in a nice neighborhood in order for me to go to a good school and have good friends. That makes sense. But we had nothing. <laughs> like, there, uh-huh. was, there was no furniture. I had two shirts and one. I had a pair of brown pants, and I had a black shirt and a, a red shirt, and they were they were uh, jersey. They were like T-shirt jerseys. That's all I had. But do you think that's why she spoiled you with the toys? Because she just wanted to give you as much as she could? Absolutely. Because we didn't have money. So mm-hmm. she was like, I'm taking this dude's money. Right. And I give it to my son. <laughs> my mom grew up soup kitchen poor is what I say. So like they would stand in lines to get fed. And so when she got to have kids, she spoiled the hell out of us, which is why I had all the He-Man stuff. Did you break the rules and get in line twice? Is that what happened? No. She was poor. <laughs> oh. I grew up with HBO, dude. So we weren't rich, but I always had HBO. You know, that's what I say. The National Toy Hall of Fame has revealed the 12 finalists for its 2023 class. And the finalists are baseball cards. Okay, I can see that. Well, baseball cards is a toy. Is There's no really. I don't think this is a toy. It's another no. one of those collector well, items. There's no drum roll for oh. any of these because I've got like eight of them. So okay. you can't drum roll every one of them. <laughs> I was just going to drum roll through all of them. But baseball cards for the boomer generation was a toy. Mm-hmm. You know, they would literally put them in the spokes of their bicycles. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, look at they this. They had them everywhere they went. Look at this Babe Ruth rookie card. I needed to put it in the spokes of my you know bicycle, oh that kind of thing. God. So yeah. it, it, the baseball cards were a toy. By the time it got to me, they became collectors. You know, mm-hmm. you collected them, uh-huh. in which I did. I still have those, too. 1985 is the best year for baseball cards. Really good stuff. Uh, the board game Battleship. I can see that for sure going in the Hall of Fame. Everybody, even if you didn't own Battleship, you've played it, you know about it. it was Absolutely. A thing. Well, it how was about faithful. this? It was originally a pencil and paper game. So you grew up Battleship with the little pieces and, mm-hmm. and setting them out. No, it was like you wrote them down originally when it came out in 1930 or whatever. And they jumped the shark when they started adding batteries. And it oh, started making no, noises. Right. No, no, no. Talking Battleship. Up. It's like that scene in uh, Big with Tom Hanks where he goes, you know, the old hockey game was so much better because you could take the guys and you could move them over here, and now they don't turn around or anything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, Bingo is also a finalist for this year's Toy Hall of Fame. Hmm. I don't consider Bingo a toy, though. Uh, it was to somebody at one time. Again, these, like, it's not your generation. Oh. Right. These are going back. Mm-hmm. There's a backlog of toys that still need to get into the Hall of Fame, I guess. Right. You know, Bingo was, you know, for our grandparents. That was like, they had grown up on farms. What do you want to do today? Let's play bingo. Let's play bingo. Oh, man, there's so much fun. Sally loves to play bingo. (laughs) She's the best at it. Uh, Bop It is on the list. Now, Bop It, that's an iconic toy. Yes, it is. Absolutely. Okay, help me out. Uh, Twist it. Pull it. Bop it. It was like a a, a talking game, and then it would do, you remember, think of like Simon. You remember Simon? Yeah. And you pushed it in order. Mm -hmm. This would tell you, do it in this order. Twist it, bop it, pull it. And then you would have to like catch up to it, or it would do it with just the noises. So it'd so, be like your own game of tones that you would be able to play. So you'd punch it. You would put, here's what it looks like. Very aggressive. So there's, you bop that, you pull this, and it goes, make that noise. And when you twist it, it went. See, all this anger comes from my generation. <laughs> it started with very physical <laughs> toys. <laughs> like there was a game that said, punch this toy. Yes. That's why we're Gen Xers, us latchkey kids, were very angry. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, Cabbage Patch Kids. I'm surprised they're not already in there. Right. Cabbage Patch Kids uh, are a finalist for this year's Toy Hall of Fame. They've got to be in there. Cabbage Patch, you know, and here, remember when I said going into break, I was like, you'd be surprised at like what, maybe not their people's favorite toys, but what they uh-huh. had. I had Cabbage Patch Kids, but I kept hmm. it on the DL. I never played with them. Yeah, you can't tell anybody. My, my mother forced me to have them because she knew that they would be collector's items. Oh, she had forethought. She's a visionary. Yeah, but didn't she get rid of a bunch of other toys you had, though? She got rid of everything. Like, she sold all of my Star Wars. I'll never forget this. Seventh grade, middle of seventh grade, I was getting ready to go to baseball practice, and she had just gotten divorced from my first stepdad, the abusive one, and she has a garage sale at this new house. She got all this stuff lined up around the, the sides of the garage, and in one corner, all my Star Wars figures, she's selling for a nickel apiece. Oh, my God. And I said, what are you doing? And that, then we didn't think, as far as being a collector, that they're going to be worth something. Then yep. it was, you've outgrown playing with toys. And now yep. it's junk. Now it's junk, right. Mm-hmm. You've got to give it away. Same with the He-Man. So, you know, of course, my dumbass was like, okay, Mom, whatever. I go inside because I then find out that I'm late going to baseball practice. And a buddy of mine calls me on the house phone. And I was like, oh, man, I forgot all about it. And as I was walking back out to the garage to tell my mom that I'm late for baseball practice, I hear this commotion in the garage. And I had I'd known, well, no, actually I did not know. My first stepfather's new slam piece showed up. Whoa. And picked a fight with my mother in our garage. So while people were shopping at the garage sale, my mother and this woman, woman are tussling. They're like rolling around. And so I, I speed up going down the hallway to get outside to the garage, and I try to open it, and I can't. They're, they're fighting on the garage door. Finally, I pushed. I was able to push it open, and this my mother's back was towards me, and this woman is, like, choking her. Dang. And my mother's like, help me. Nobody's helping her. So I punched the bitch. <laughs> How old were you? It was like uh, 12. No wonder you're just Again, it was because bop it, right? Bop it. So all I could think was twist it, punch it, bop it, or whatever. So anyway, she let go. And then she goes out in front of our house, in front of her car, and she puts a cardboard box up with a sign that says, don't buy stolen per- uh, stolen merchandise. Wow. And it was because my mother was selling the stuff that she had taken from the divorce. Uh. You know, like teapots and stuff like that. 
That Jesus. lady got some nerve. But that was the day that all my Star Wars stuff was sold. Uh, uh, sold. Never forget <laughs> that day. Uh, yeah, never forget the big fight. The big fight in there. Uh, let's see. Choose your own adventure game books. Those were cool. Mm-hmm. I remember that. For those that don't know what those are, you'd read through a book, and at the end of whatever page or chapter, it would say, if you think that, you know, uh, Agent Fred should jump over the fire pit, uh, then go to page 40. Mm-hmm. If you think Agent Fred should go back home and take a nap, turn to page 12. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, that was pretty cool. Connect Four is on this list. That was always fun. I like to connect four. And Mattel's Ken, shocker. Connect Four, they have reinvented it with basketball. Whenever I go to Dave & Buster's, I run to play that game because it's basketball and Connect Four all in one. I love Connect Four. So you'd shoot the basket up top and then you try to get four in a yeah, row? Yeah, because you're, oh, either, you're either red or you're yellow. Yeah, that's fun. And then you go block with a shot. Mm-hmm, you go block with a shot. That's pretty brilliant. I love it. Yeah, that's a lot of fun. Yeah. I can't believe it's not already in the Hall of Fame. That right? Yeah, some of these like uh, baseball cards, the Cabbage Patch Kids. The Little Tykes Cozy Coop, classic yeah. red car with a yellow roof. Mm-hmm. Nerf Toys, Slime, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, also on the list of finalists Great toys, by the for way. the National Toy Hall of Fame. The winner, winners will be voted on by toy industry experts, plus public voting at uh, museanofplay.org you know, throughout the next week. so And it looks like they only do three a year yeah. is what gets in. Three so. of the 12 oh, toys okay. will wind up being inducted. That makes sense. And announced November 9th. Hope Connect Four gets in there. And Bingo three. and Nerf were nominated last year. They didn't make the cut. The three that did, Light Bright, mm-hmm. that was fun, huh? I used to I have know. one of those. Master of the Universe, He Man, baby. Okay, don't get He Man. Let's go. No, not not at all. Yeah, yeah at all, stuff. all the way at all. Stuff. You know what they say about boys infatuated with He Man? What? Turn out to be like Nelson. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, if you go back and watch the He-Man cartoons, they were kind of gay. He-Man turning into Extremely. baby man. Have you seen the videos? Yeah, because I, oh, yeah. I got the all the DVD collection. It's yeah. like, hey, let's go transform. It's like they have lisps and everything, and everybody's oiled up and only just wearing underpants. I was like, how am I not gay right now? Hey, Adam, you want to go out in the woods? R- right. <laughs> Don't call me Adam. Call me He-Man. He-Man. And the top <laughs> was thrown in there. I yeah, like this, top, like this spinning. grown man that's like juiced way too much <laughs> on steroids who still lives at home and acts like a child. Right, and he's riding a tiger. Yeah. And his <laughs> nickname yeah. is Baby Man. Wow. It's, it's, yeah. a, it's a little it's a little far fetched. It is best friends, a really grown man with a 70s style porn stash. Yes. Yeah. Called Man at Arms. Man at Arms. Yeah, everything's man. Yeah. It's very Manish. Manish is a good way to put it. Yes, very manish. Uh, starting on Monday, my friends, a really, really cool once-in-a-lifetime opportunity for you. That's if you're interested, of course, with taking a free trip, I mean, with all the trimmings, to Hawaii uh, on the house. Compliments of 98 Rock. So if you are interested, stick around, and I'll give you all the details when we return. Hang on. Very exciting times, my friends. Very exciting times. Not a better feeling than winning a huge prize on the radio. I think that's still a thing, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. You know, I know a lot's changed in this business with the relationship with uh, radio stations and an audience, but that's still got to be a thing, right? You listen to win. You listen to win. You get the big prize, and then you brag to all your friends about it. Yes. Right. But you got to name drop the radio station. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Mm-hmm. It used to be cool. I think it's still cool. I hope it's still cool. Well, I hope this would be 
that case if you won this trip to Hawaii. I mean, like, it doesn't get much better than this. So we starting on Monday, uh, 98 Rock is going to give you the opportunity to win a trip for Ford Hawaii at the Alani Resort. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is Disney's Alani Resort. So we're going to have different times throughout the day. 7, 9, 11, 1, 3, and 5. It's very simple. You're just putting up with us throughout the day. You listen, and you get this keyword. Once you get the keyword, then you go to the 98 Rock website, which is krxq.net. Absolutely. krxq.net. Now, when you win, this is what you'll win. You'll get round-trip airfare, thanks to Southwest Airlines, for four to Honolulu. A voucher for four, round-trip ground uh, ground transportation. They're going to hold the sign. Yeah, they're going to hold the sign. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't have parentheses they're going to hold the sign. They're going to so hold the sign. I'm you better, telling you. I saw it. You better walk down the hall and talk to Megan and make sure somebody's <laughs> holding the sign if you're going to go in the air and say they're right. holding the sign. They're going to hold the sign. It's, it's going to be disappointing <laughs> if you get there expecting the sign. We're gonna get a, I saw the sign. We're going to get a pissed-off listener. It's like, dude... This trip's great. I really enjoy it. But Nikki D told me there's going to be a sign with my name on it. You really better check on that today. Room accommodations, uh, one standard room, maximum four people per room, four nights at the the resort, and then $200 resort credit. I mean, like, just Google the Alani, uh, Disney's Alani Resort. Yeah, and the resort credit goes towards anything on the resort, including the paddle boarding. It goes for food. You can use it in a gift shop. Like, it is a really big deal. You went there. I went you, there. Yeah, you guys I had credit there. myself that I use. That's why I know all the great places you can use it on. Did you get a massage or something? Well, that wasn't part of my credit. That was free. Oh. oh. Yeah. From a random man on the beach. Well, yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. He's a much know. older, distinguished gentleman. Uh-huh. Starting next week, I'll be posting all of the things, yeah. so you'll be able to see it. He was in his 70s. He was walking by himself on the beautiful beaches of Hawaii <laughs> when Nikki D was signing up to go paddleboarding with her resort credit. He said, hey. She replied back with, hey. <laughs> and that was love at first. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Love it first, hey. He admired her grass skirt and said, Would you like to come to a pig roast with me tonight? AKA Lou Al. Well, his name was Lou. Oh, my friend named Al, actually. Lou Al. (laughs) (laughs) Nikki D got laid. I did. Hey, I'm Lou. It's my friend Al. You want to meet some pig tonight? (laughs) (laughs) So that's really cool. So I really hope that uh, you enjoy this prize. When you win it, I mean, one of you is going to win it. Somebody's going to win it. So, seven, nine, eleven, one, three, and five. I mean, and I mean, I'm willing to go back again. Oh, is, are you offering? I'm offering. Well, it'd be you winning plus three us. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's not in parentheses, but uh-huh. we can probably work that out. Yeah. Uh, Dinosaur Mike, what's up, buddy? Dinosaur Mike. Oh, there oh, that's right. We shortened it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How are you? Uh, good. How about you guys? Look at that. He's sounding yeah. better. You're sounding like I a like man that. today. Let's Boys go, are dropping. Mike. Yeah. What you got going on in your life that's uh, making you sound so confident? Mm, you know, I have to go to school again. All right, so look, okay, we're we're getting there, like fell baby off steps. Real quick. You you can't yeah, you can't fall off. Like you call the show and you did what I requested. Is you got to be happy, right? Well, nobody wants to listen to Mister Sad Pants. So you I'm call. Not sad. I, look, you let them know, Dino Mike. You, you watch your tone with me, young man. <laughs> I'll extinct you. Uh, so, so then, then you follow it up with, 
Not, I've got to go to school today. Go, I can't wait to go to school and learn. Okay, I can't wait to go to school and learn. Yeah. Oh, good job. Now, I like that, Dynamite. I like that for you. You and my daughter both go to Sierra Community College. I told her last night, too. I was like, you know, we're sitting there eating dinner, and I said, what do you eat? I mean, no, what do you eat? And I go, what do you, uh, what do you, what'd you learn today? She's like, oh, I don't know. I just got to do it. I'm like, no, you embrace it. If you got to be there, you got to embrace it. <laughs> you got, you, if, you're, if you're not all in, you shouldn't be there. So you got to be all in, and you enjoy. I think you enjoy school, dinosaur Mike. Do you not? Uh, well, I enjoy it now because I get to eat real food and not disgusting health garbage. Yeah, that health garbage. Oh. Is a, well, it's the, the 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 point of that story is you get to eat. He does. Yeah, you know we all well, know we the story. Thank, mm-hmm. We can we can thank Michelle Obama for forcing us to eat that kind of food in high school. Look at that, oh, getting all political on us. Jesus. God forbid you have something healthy. You know, I know I send you burgers every once in a while when you need food, and that's my bad. So, do you uh, take my advice and try to meet some ladies once a day? Meet a new lady. Well, yeah, I'm trying. Yes. Okay. Good. How how have we tried? Give me an example of you trying. I don't know. Just hitting them up and saying hey. Oh, he's hitting them up. Wow. Okay. Don't Chris Brown the situation. Like just, (laughs) just how do you how do you present yourself? Do you approach them or what? I just approach them and I say, hey, what's up? And they respond with? Hey. Okay. And then where does it go from there? Well, you know, we introduce our names, say, how you doing? Mm-hmm. Oh. So it's a good 15 minutes in before you get to anything worthwhile talking about. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Your conversation reminds me of the movie The Quiet Place. Like you're in it there for 45 minutes before somebody talks. You <laughs> yes. know? So let me let me give you a little, let me help you out a little bit here, okay? When you say hey <laughs> and how are you doing, you can expect the response to be good, fine, thank you. How are you, right? That's why I usually don't ask people on the radio how they're doing cuz mm-hmm. they're usually going to say fine and if you're not fine I, I don't really care. I don't want to hear that story. So you just kind of get to the point. But compliment them on something. Give them a reason why you're saying, hey, again, same conversation with my daughter last night. I said, try to meet someone new. I didn't say a guy, but I said someone new. And when you do it, put some context in there, right? Like, so in your case, Dinosaur Mike, you see, are you going to school today? Yes. Okay. You're going to school today. You see a lady, a girl, somebody that you want to meet, you're interested in, Mm -hmm. maybe just to be friends. And you walk by, but give a reason. Open the door for her. All right? She's going to, well, this is a good litmus test. If she says thank you, she's she's a keeper, right? So she's going to say thank you and go, not a problem. By the way, I love your shoes. And she's going to go, oh, that's sweet. Thank you very much. How are you? Then you go, how are you? What's your name? And then you go into it. Where did you buy those shoes? Do you like the color yellow? Blah, blah, blah. Now you have something to bounce off of. Hmm. Hmm. Just make okay, sure you look I'll, at the shoes. I'll try it. Yeah. I'll have gonna, to try that. Okay, he's going to try it. And and then when it gets to the point, I don't know if we don't have time for this today, but when it gets to the point, then we've got to work on pickup lines. Mm-hmm. All right? Okay. All right, so do you know any good ones? Uh, no, not really. You've never heard a pickup line before? I don't think I have. Okay, so let's just say, let's pretend, we'll talk to, to Nikki D., if you wanted to, if you wanted to pick her up, if you wanted to make a move, if you wanted to flirt, in a in like five words or less, what would you say to her? What's a good pickup line? Uh, Which one? 
I'm going to say, hey, dynamite. I, I think you're cute. Okay, that's a little aggressive. <laughs> a little aggressive. You think you got to be a little clever, a little campy. All right. So, for example, ask her, hey, have you ever been to Ireland before? No, I have not. Oh, because my penis is Dublin. No. <laughs> yeah. no, 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 no. Do not say that, Dynamite. Yeah. Erase that from your memory bank. That will not work for you. It will. Women love campy pickup lines. Yes. The, the the worse off they are, the better they are. Mm-hmm. They love them. They don't, they don't want to hear about your penis on the first encounter. Well, seriously, that sounds like something you would say if you wanted to have sex with them. Well, eventually, I mean, that's the goal, dude. You know, you right. you eat food to not be hungry. You drink to not be thirsty. You meet women to have sex. <laughs> right? Yeah. To have sex and then what? Stick it far in them? Whoa. whoa. Jesus, whoa, Dynamite. Whoa, Relax. Whoa. We need to work on your cooth. Oh, goodness. Okay. There's more to it. There's a relationship. There's love. Also, I love that he's just like, well, once you've had sex, that that's just the end. There's nothing else you can do with a human. <laughs> like, That's when I put her in the truck. <laughs> yeah. That, did you get that vibe? <laughs> I'm taking I'm taking advanced duct taping in college. <laughs> <laughs> All right, have a good day at school. Give me a growl. Grr. There you go. Guys. All right, fourth and final round of headlines, Nikki Dings. <laughs> I want to tell you what Insync had to say Very. about their reunion and the latest animal found inside of an airport. Once I'm done with her. There's not much left to do. <laughs> Stick it. Goodness gracious. That's why they call me Stick It in Alf Ralph. <laughs> That's what I do. I'm dinosaur. When did he turn into like this Oh no. aggressive, mean man? I mean, you got to understand, he's watching weird porn on the internet. So like his grasp of what is sexually couth, as you say, is a little off. Yeah. That's why I carry around a sword. Because <laughs> <laughs> You never know. <laughs> Fourth and final round of headlines. And then I do a backflip off the tree. <laughs> and then I say, finish him. <laughs> if you know what I mean. Mr. Freeze. All right. Fourth and final round of headlines. We'll get that for you here in a minute. Hang on. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines. Read all Here we go for the final round of headlines getting learned thanks to Good Guys Heating and Air 530 Good Air. Nikki D. NSYNC is definitely playing games with our heart. H7. Next up, NSYNC. Just a couple of weeks ago, fans of the 90s superstars were blowing up the internet with theories about the band getting back together for the new Trolls movie. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Isn't that a Backstreet Boys song? Yeah. Okay. But they're, they're boy bands. It goes together in sync, Backstreet Boys. Yeah. Okay. You didn't get the joke? No, no, no I got it. Okay. okay. Well, why are you doing that then? Because you think you would use an in sync song. But it didn't go good with what I was trying to say. It doesn't go well either. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can I do my story or what? 60 pounds? Stop me playing game, my heart. <laughs> Oh my gosh, sources with direct knowledge tell TMZ that despite the group's iconic reunion at the MTV Awards, they have no plans to tour, do a residency, they're not going to do a new album. 
No more pop-up reunions. Now, it is confirmed, like I said yesterday, about the Troll song. They are doing that together. They are putting out at least one new song for the new Troll movie, but they said that's it. They went out to eat and everything. After the awards, they were happy to be together, but they said they're not doing nothing else. Somebody uh, I read, I don't know, maybe it's just a fan comment or something, said, they look like a bunch of used car salesmen. <laughs> I told you, I did not like those suits. They were not becoming of them <laughs> at all. Those poor guys. You know what's funny is like that whole VMA show this week. Like this is this was this was the highlight. It was. If it just goes to show you how how powerful nostalgia is, right? Mm-hmm. Like nobody's talking about any of the performances. Nobody's talking about who won it. I don't. I couldn't even tell you who won an award. Nope. Nobody cares. All they care about is five dudes that were huge 20 years ago that reunited and said maybe a total of 12 words. And that was it. And, you know, and I'm like I said, you know, full disclosure, I'm a fan. I knew the guys before they were the guys. We, I, you know, was at the station that launched them, and I was around them all the time, blah, blah, blah. No hate for the guys at all. But my point is, is nobody cared about three hours of television programming with whoever was on the show. Mm-hmm. All they cared about were these dudes getting up on stage and going, hey, dude, what's up? Here's a friendship bracelet, Taylor Swift. Cool. And even Taylor Swift made it cool because she's the biggest thing since sliced bread. Right. She was fanning out. And that's cool when you can get somebody that big to mark out for another artist that they're fans of, like what we see with Carrie Underwood yep. on tour with Guns N' Roses. Mm-hmm. Nothing cooler than that, right? Anyway, all right, second story. I have to look out now for my bags and snakes when I go to the airport. H8. You're picking up your baggage, right? And you turn around on the carpet, physically, right next to you, there's a snake. And that is actual live video from a woman who was in the airport, and there's a snake right in the middle of where baggage claim is, and it's just slithering around. And you see this poor guy on the video. He has, like, a bag, and he's trying to get the snake, and the snake keeps squirming away. I don't know how the woman stood there to record this video to put it out. And this took place in San Jose International Airport right here in California. What kind of snake was it? Oh, my. They're saying it was harmless. It was a garden snake. But I don't want to see any snakes on my airport or my plane. I think it's gardener snake, right? With a T? Yeah, I think gardener. there's Gardener. Gardener yeah. snake. Not Gart, a, G-A-R-T-N-E-R. What did you say? Gardener snakes. You said it was a garden snake. I said it was a, a, a garden, garden snake. snake. Yeah. What's a garden snake? The little green ones. That's a gardener snake. Gardener. Okay, gardener snake. Yeah. I always said a garden snake. Well, look, same, same. You know what it is. Well, no, I don't. I mean, as a snake expert. So you never said it was a garden snake ever? You never heard anybody say that? No, because it's not a thing. Well, I've heard people say it's a gardener steak. 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 Damn it. Yeah, okay, yeah. go ahead. Filet? Yeah. <laughs> saved you there. That's what you get. I saved you there. That's what you get. Oh, it's right a prime rib snake. That's <laughs> what I get. No, it's on Nelson's <laughs> mind right now. Are you hungry? I am hungry. <laughs> All his Freudian slips are about food. Oh, Baby man, hungry. <laughs> so after work, I gotta fill up the car. I gotta go get gas from the stove to make soup. Ugh. What? Just quit playing games with my heart. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. All right, last minute calls, comments, concerns. Nine one six nine zero nine zero nine eight five. Got a lot of stuff on the text machine today, so we do. We'll uh, rattle those off here as well. Roll some credits and get out for a Thursday. Give us a minute here, hang on. As always, we appreciate uh, you listening. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. There's Nelson. I'd like to thank Kyle for helping us out as usual. 
He's off to do his sports show on our sister station down the hall, ESPN 1320. Uh, I want to revisit where we owe you an apology. Me? Yeah, you, Nikki. Okay, for what? The snake comments. Oh, why is that? <laughs> okay. I know you had your mother. <laughs> I had my mother? Text us to tell us that it's not uh, what we said it was, that it was a garden snake. No, I didn't have her text. She listens to the show, so she texts on her own. It's a garden snake. I killed one time. Garden. I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Nikki, you remember that snake in the garden when you were four? Uh-huh. And, I, and your dad killed it with a shovel? Yeah. It's right yeah. next to Big Tim's house. Uh, yeah. I got, hold on, I got a call waiting, hold on. <laughs> I love Mama yes. D. Mama my D. mother confirmed what I knew. Growing up, I was always told it was a garden snake. Thank well, you. it is not what I said it was. Oh, it's not. No, well, I, look, I'm man enough to admit it. So what is it? It's. I said it was a guard, gardener snake. Yeah, snake. What is it? It is a garter snake. There's no N in it. No N. Well, then I will also admit to being incorrect. So, so if you would have just said it's a garden snake, you wouldn't have to worry about that, it. Well, easy. Okay, this is where we're all grown-ups. It's still not a garden snake, but I'd like to give you credit mm-hmm. because I'm sure occasionally people have found them in a garden. Yeah. <laughs> right. So that's where I'm going to meet you halfway. <laughs> garter okay. snake, huh? On the, on the, yeah. A garter, like what you put on your thing at the wedding? Yeah. Okay. If it reaches all the way down to your thighs. What, <laughs> what up? Yeah. I was uh, I was just talking to one of our coworkers. Uh, change the subject real quick before we get out. But uh, I was I'm trying to. Am I wrong here? Trying to one. Do you try to convince? I mean, we're friends. We're not the best of friends. Mm-hmm. You know, I like him a lot. I'm assuming he likes me a lot. Okay. And I jumped into a conversation that two of our coworkers were having. He's getting a new vehicle. Uh huh. And he showed me a picture of the vehicle, and it's a it's a Jeep, mm-hmm. which obviously very cool. Uh-huh. Love Jeeps. It is. And it's a white Jeep, you know, and it's like the Wrangler-style Jeep, uh-huh. like the Rubicon thing. And it's white. And he showed me two different Jeeps that he has options. One is like silver and black with black rims. Uh-huh. The other one's white. Uh-huh. And I said to him, I go, you might want to um, reconsider the white just because it's a... It gets dirty easy? No, a little girly. Okay, but who did you say that to? That's going to decipher whether or not they are offended right now. Yeah. No. Starts with a com and ends with a plex. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that rolled right I off mean, his back. I mean, luckily for you, he's not easily offended. No, 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 but no, if no, you would have said it to somebody else, they would have been offended. Oh, I know. I learned my lesson offended. around here. But no, I'm not talking about him being, I know he's not offended. I just, is it is it wrong? Is, am I wrong first off? I probably I wouldn't have said it. The what? No, not what I said. Pay yeah, attention. I would agree. Oh, about the color. The, no, I disagree with you because I there's something about uh, Chrysler white that looks so good on all of their vehicles. I would get that Jeep in white. Okay. Well, then I'm wrong. If Nelson says I'm wrong. Yeah, I don't think I it's thought a, you were about to say I'm right. Car. I was really certain you were going to go. Well, I guess I'm right then. <laughs> That's how I feel. <laughs> on the inside. But I didn't want to say it out loud. No, I saw I saw a guy in a white Camaro or something some weeks back, and he he looked hot. So, what, um, what, but there's certain vehicles. I'm not saying all white vehicles. I'm just saying certain vehicles because you know, like young girls have dominated the white Jeep market. I'll give you that. Just like white iPhones when they came out, 
It was like that douchey guy that wore the white belt. Yeah, that's a girl that has that's a white iPhone. That's a white iPhone. I give you that. Yes. Red is another color that's... Mm, the red really. iPhone? No, the red cars. Oh, the red cars. Mm-hmm. Well, what's wrong with the red cars? I think that's girly as far as Jeeps. A lot of girls have the red Jeeps. Yeah, I'll men. give you that. Yep. Mm-hmm. So guys for a Jeep would go black? Black, blue. Gray? Silver, gray, yeah. Maybe that cool green that they got? Or orange, because they or look orange? really nice in that orange. Okay, so the dude can get away with like those weird colors. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Ladies should not be in the weird colors. Nah, it doesn't look good. Okay. How come well, my rules are wrong, but her rules are right? I didn't. I don't agree with her either. I think the white Jeep looks fine on a man. Oh. I didn't say it doesn't. I, you I, didn't I list didn't it in your little list of uh, guy colors. But his question was, he said it to somebody to be helpful. I thought the point was, should he be helpful? No. You're not following the bouncing ball. No, you got to watch Ghostbusters. Sometimes I'm not. No. i got to understand. I need to say this from the text machine really quick. Go ahead. All right. Good morning to the BS crew. Can you guys mention the 12 Bridges rib cook-off this weekend at 12 Bridges Park? I would love for you guys to come out to Lincoln and support. Mentioned. Thank you. Got anything else? Uh, you two guys have awesome moms. What about Nikki D? Was her mom similar? Mama D has been on this show several times. You already know she's awesome. Yeah, but did she buy you He-Man toys? I didn't play with He-Man toys, well, but good. she bought Sounds me my like- Teddy Ruxpin. Did your mother get in a fight in her garage? Right. With another woman? No, because nobody would ever come to fight my mom. With some floozy? With some floozy? No. My first, okay, well. <laughs> I think what he's just asking is, does your mom have cool stories like mine and Nelson's? Yeah, my mom's cool. She bought me my first Nintendo, and she played with us. Not compelling. Okay, thank you. Her mom is very cool. I love Mama D. I yeah, do, too. Absolutely. Yeah. Don't ever question my mom. If we were, if I were well, single like, and she were single? <laughs> no, not at all. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you talk about my mom like that? Never. You know that guy I dated for a couple minutes, Jason Bell? He dead. <laughs> yeah. I'll call you back. I'll yeah. tell you. I'll give you details later. I killed him is what she would say. Right. <laughs> I murdered him. All right. Uh, what you got before we get out? I want ribs. Okay. Mama D, the only mom for me. All right. And listen to the BS on social. Give us a like, share, follow at The Bailey Show on the YouTube. Mickey is up next. Enjoy. Have yourself a great, safe rest of your day. If all goes well, talk to you tomorrow at 6. Bye. That's enough nonsense for today. This has been The Bailey Show. What big award did you win today? You know I kid out of disappointment.